45. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. That chair's empty today. And then you got yourself a big dick Toledo. That's right. Brett out again. This is the last day we will be without the maniacal laugh of young Brett. Back tomorrow, I think. From his family thing. Depends if everything gets finished. That's right. Make sure everything is buttoned up before he floats back over here. Uh, in the meantime, a uh, beautiful Thursday morning. Jeremy's going to have a van out in a little bit uh, with some helpers who have already said that their day is ruined. A girl got here. Brady, your face is covered in blood. I can't look at you. What is going on? It's just dry. <laughs> dried blood. Richard! I know, but it's hard to look at somebody who's got dried blood on their face. I'll clean it up, sir. Oh, for God's sake, please. Don't call me sir, but <laughs> will you get him a wet towel of some sort? I got it. Will you wash Brady? Brady started getting uh, spontaneous nosebleeds. Let's fall. That's because of the season? Yeah. But it's so humid and weird out. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's cancer. If you watch movies, that's how people have cancer. How's that? It's better. Trust me, it was gross. You wouldn't want to You wouldn't want to look at that if I was coated in blood. Yeah. I've seen you in blood. And I usually uh, try to wash it off before we get to moving on. I thought it was washed off. It's on your lip. That's the worst part. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, wrapped in your mustache. <laughs> no show can go on like this. Come on. Grandpa, wash yourself. Come on. Oh. After it bled all over, you didn't go to the bathroom and clean? Oh, it's everywhere. I didn't know it was because you didn't in go my look. stash. Oh, where else would it be? I got no one else to look at. Richard! Richard has to come in here so I can look at someone else when I'm talking. Oh. Is it still there? Well, it's there. It's present in a line shape like it's stained your... I can see the... Right there. Oh, oh, oh. We need a doctor. I'll eat a nose hair. Oh, God. Make it go away. Man, well, don't start getting all indignant about things you don't like. Currently, you're covered in blood. I know there's things other people do, but the you are currently. I can look at open wounds. Yeah, yeah, no I problem, can't. I can't but... look at one flowing in front of me out of his nostril where boogers live. <laughs> I don't want that. I can also see a guy pooping on TV, but not in person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's defending it for crying out loud. If somebody said, hey, your face is covered in blood. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. That has to be repulsive to the others in the room. Let me go get that. Now, if I intentionally pluck a nose there, I'm doing it to drive you nuts. If I chop the inside of my nose out and bled out in front of you, I'd be a maniacal lunatic. What was I talking about before? Good Christ, man. Weather. Oh, it's nice out. What time is it? I don't know. Oh, hey, oh, those girls that are here, there was Jeremy. A couple of them promo girls come in. And they said, uh, is Jeremy here yet? I'm like, I don't know. Said, uh, Jeremy's not or is here. He'll be here in a little while. <sighs> and this is what we got to deal with today. Uh, it, well, my day is already ruined. Like, ruined? It's, five, it's, it's like 5.10. How in the world is your day? You've got so much time to recover from this. I know, but you're not going to like hearing this. Mercury's in retrograde. I'm like, oh, God, we're dealing with one of these. We got one of these. Mercury's in retrograde. Why'd you even get out of bed? It's a beautiful plant, beautiful line that she uh, let in. The other girl behind her was like... Mm. Yeah, the other, girl, the other girl that's with her, we just met this morning, was kind of like, yikes, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want anybody that, uh, you know, manipulated by Mercury to be in charge of anything in my day. I guess that's just a... If Mercury comes into play too often in your day, I think I'm going to cast you We're off for a have- second. We gotta have Ben and Randall start putting that on the application. <laughs> what are your feelings about astrology? Right. So now I got to deal with twelve periods a year and Mercury's issues. I, I, this is too much, lady. I got to look the day before. I don't know when Mercury goes into retrograde. I don't know how these Looney Tunes know this. You know why you think Mercury's in retrograde is a problem for you? 
because you're looking it up constantly. You're 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 in peril thinking about when Mercury will be in retrograde. And you're convincing yourself. And you that talk that's yourself why. into yeah. everything's going to go wrong. I've never known what Mercury's up to. And could it be a good thing? Never. Retrograde. I've never heard anybody go think God Mercury's in. What's the opposite of retrograde? Because Mercury's obviously in that Future all grade? the time. Is that it? Retro? I have no idea. I have no idea. What, opposite of retrograde. Somebody help me out. I have no idea. But it, when it's not in retrograde, it's in the other thing, right? So wouldn't it be like the, therefore, probably the opposite of retrograde and all things great happen? Just play the lottery and all I that? I guess. I guess it's always explaining for some kind of weird thing going on because it's a retrograde. Right. It's always but, around a negative look, thing. Do you know when Mercury grows in and out of retrograde? All the time. Yeah, I don't. Prograde. I, prograde. There you go. Retro and prograde. So when Mercury, I've never heard a, a nutball say, well, Mercury is in prograde, so I, uh, I, I had a couple scratchers hit. lottery. Yeah, I had a couple scratchers hit for 500. I can't lose right now. Mercury's in prograde. I don't think it's affecting you like you want it to. I think you really, you're building in a lot of excuses that the other planets might be. Isn't that a bit arrogant? <laughs> the other planets understand. are in my way. Well, I've got other planets really mucking up my day. Wow. It is the reason I had a bloody nose. Is that it? Yep. I don't know. Cancer. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand. That was a spontaneous bleeder. He covered the counter in blood. He goes, look at that. Well, this is, you know. Just started going. I didn't know he wasn't going to go to the bathroom Mercury. and wash his face afterwards. It's because Mercury's in retrograde. He doesn't want to look in the mirror. Candyman might show up. Who knows what goes on when Mercury's in retrograde. But that's what we got to deal with this morning. Or not us, Jeremy. I don't know if Jeremy's a Mercury's in retrograde guy. John, that's maybe, why maybe he's not here. Maybe you misunderstood her. Okay. The Mercury did just get bounced oh. in the playoffs. Oh, that's true. Did they get bounced out? Yeah. I thought they just lost a game. No, I think it, I think I saw the Aces Nobody move knows. on. Oh, did they? I think so. Uh, I thought it was just a tie. Let's take a look. Well, the news wouldn't the news be a little bit more upset? Oh wait, nobody cares. <laughs> I forgot. It's the Mercury. The Mercury are in uh, Pack Your Bags U-Haul grade. Did they get bounced from the playoffs? Yeah, it was a walk-off oh, no, it it walk basket. Well, if Toledo says yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, Aces route Mercury to even WNBA semifinals. I was quoting the texter, yeah, Brady. That's right. <laughs> hey, they got beat up I'm at just home going yesterday. off the trends. It's just a thing. Brady's mad about the bloody nose thing. He's going to attack you now. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, it's tied, folks. For I know I don't have to tell you this. Talk about superfluous information, but the Mercury series is now tied after the. I, 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 I know. Was the waste of time. Waste of time for us to even pretend. The Phoenix Mercury in retrograde. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she probably had. Scott Haynes said she probably means the Mercury's in retrograde by her FanDuel parlay of over under on numbers of layups didn't hit. That's true. Yeah, she had that. So, oh, the Mercury. So I was at the Suns game yesterday, that rescheduled matinee Suns game, that nightmarish, stupid. How was the crowd? Really good for the day. I was shocked. I mean, it, it was a trickle-in late crowd. It was the Lakers. I mean, they were acting like L.A. fans even in uh, preseason. And my buddy, who I have season tickets with, Mark, uh, uh, we showed up at 3 o'clock. He got there a little later than, than he, he had because they screwed everybody's life over with the schedule. And we just wanted to go to see what our new seats were like without a huge crowd and a hubbub. Uh, what the uh, amenities near us were. Very happy with the seats. Pop up right up there, and you're in a great spot with all the, you know, we have a, we're in the Dos Equis Lounge is our, well, what the thing area? Get, yeah, so we get, a, like, you get an extra club area, and it's kind of the picnic kind of, you get beer and stuff for 
for the price of the tickets and things. I'll sell some of these tickets as the year goes on, too. And you get there, and then it's the food. You get free food. And so uh, we're bouncing around doing our thing there and uh, go up to the Pomo is a restaurant. We decided not to get the free food. We're going to go to one of the places. And Pomo, the restaurant, which I love, has a little place there. So we wander over menus up, and Mark goes, uh, uh, how big are the pizzas? Like, uh, oh, single person pizza. Okay. So uh, I'll have a pepperoni, and I'm like, yeah, two of those. That's good. And he goes, uh, not doing pizza. Oh, okay. So uh, we've got the chicken sandwich. And you're and waiting. Like, well, and and, and uh, anything else? Pre-season, man. You're going to love that chicken sandwich. You guys aren't doing any of that? Are you turning it up a notch for the mercury? And the guy goes, come on. They're not even, <laughs> nobody even ordered food for the Merc game. Like, come on, man. We're not, we're not burning that out. We're serving chicken sandwiches today. Uh, it's a dry run. This is a rehearsal for everybody. They couldn't get, like, a thing right. It was crazy. Not the Pomo, but the whole place. It was, like, getting people in the door was a mess. And it was, yeah, like, it was a, the, it's, it's a third of a crowd. Everyone this, opened. This was a dress rehearsal yesterday, but it was very, like, nobody knew anything. I go over to the Dos Equis thing, and the only thing the one lady knew was to strap a band on anybody that had the Dos Equis pass. I'm like, well, what do we get? You need to step over there and ask that lady that. I'm like, okay. So there's two of you at one location, one to put the little wristband on me and the other to tell me where to stand. You get a beer, you got hot dogs, you got popcorn. You need this area here, and then you can order your food online, and that's a debacle in itself. That's going to be the bane of my existence throughout the sun season. You're already calling your shot? Online ordering doesn't work. There was a line of people yesterday, two families, that just wanted hot dogs. And you go to the 480 Grill, and their name's up on this TV because they went on their app and they put it in. That's four hot dogs, four sodas, $65 to the Quinn family. Oh, my God. And then they go to pay, and then they wait, and there's no hot dogs and there's nothing. And, they, and the guy's like, we stand here for like 15 minutes. I'm like, what did you get? Just the, free, the, the hot dog deal. I'm like, oh. But we ordered it online. I don't think anybody knows back there. It just has us on a screen. Sure enough, he wanders over, and they're like, oh, we didn't. It's right there. Okay, hold on a second. And then they walk away. <laughs> Nobody had a clue. The only time that I think it worked is last season, I think we went to the D-backs game. Yeah. And you sit in the 200 level, and yeah. you can do that. And the, but they have, and bring they it have, to you. They have a person bring it That's to you. That's different. This one, you got to go. But you still ordered it online. They order it online, and they go wander to your window. Oh. And there's about 300 other people staring at the window going, I think this is it. <laughs> Where's mine? It's going to be a mess. Remember when you just gave a guy some money and he gave you the food? That didn't uh, seem broken. Still, that just that did not Who seem broken. Who wants a beer up in here? If in, yeah, and that guy walked in front of me. I'm like, God damn it. If I have to. <laughs> oh, you got to get on the app. Yo. Well, what do you mean? You're standing right in front of me. Well, here? you got to get on the app. It's a, a no cash facility. So I have to call you to me. You have beer in a bucket. I say, yes, please. Then I got to go on an app, you know, because streamline. Got to streamline that. And only then. Yeah, and, and then cash exchange with your Venmo before I can have the be- Oh, by the way, game's over. I'm sorry. I, I got to go. I got to go. Sorry, can't serve you. It's after the third. We started this transaction at halftime. Yeah, yeah it was, it's, it's two transactions. You, you go the one of the sons, and then if you want to tip them, you Venmo right, or Cash right. App. Well, that's the thing. Like like he said, if they were to deliver the food right to my chair, Absolutely. then you got some. Absolutely. But it if I got to order online and then go to the window to order it again, we have not streamlined a thing. Not a thing. But it's a dress rehearsal. I'll give it to him. And it was just chicken sandwiches and hot dogs. It was pretty funny. But the best part was, and I loved every second of it, 
was the uh, our, well, you got a Mercury, you got the classic playoff Mercury game, the 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 hated rivalry of the Vegas Aces versus the Phoenix Mercury, the Vegas Aces featuring that one lady and the Mercury with those others. Uh, everybody knows the story behind uh, the big. The, the, remember the brawl in the palace? I think that had something to do with them. Uh, I don't remember brawl in Caesar's Palace, maybe at the mall. I don't know. Terrible basketball, something like that. They have they have the history going. And uh, and I when I said that, I'm like, you're gonna you're gonna turn it up a notch for the Mercury game, right? Come on. The guy the guy knew I was like joking. Come on, man. You're, you're ridiculous, bro. I like you. Did they sell it at all during the game? What? If you want to stick around, no. The floor. If you want to stick around after yeah. that No, game? the floor was the Mercury floor. The Suns had to play on the Mercury. And they painted some pastel three-point line for men on it. That was easily removed, I imagine. So they could just, sticker. just a quick reminder of how much further the men shoot the ball for three points than the ladies shoot the smaller ball for their three points. Uh, and, the, and the Mercury didn't do it well. Uh, but there was a drastic demographic swap out. Uh, as you oh, left really? the Suns game, to my, my friend Mark comes in. And he goes, "This is great." He goes, "They're lining up, man." And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "I was just outside." First off, they're not handling this crowd well, and there's nobody here. And I'm like, "What do you mean?" So they, they, no, nobody's tickets were working at the door again. I'm like, "These goddamn digital tickets are a, stupid. They don't. If they worked, I, I think it was great. I love the Apple Wallet part. Yeah, I love having it that way. But it thing. never works. Like, there's always a bog down. So he's like, "My vaccination card in my Apple Wallet." Now. Yeah, isn't that great? Perfect. Which I think you can dummy up. I have a photo of 100%, mine, but and it's, it's still acceptable. in my card. I showed a guy a picture of my vac. I didn't have to show him an ID or anything. He's like, he goes, "Yep, okay." Like you're a middle, like you're making minimum wage. Did you hear about what's happening in New York? Uh-uh. You have to show your vaccination card to get into clubs and bars in New York. So all the kids that got fake IDs, they're pissed off because they, they're yeah. not matching. Their vax cards are screwed. Yeah. That's a good way around it. Two IDs. Two, uh, the authentic- authentication is not right. working. And they'll start in California November 4th. On certain, You can get into grocery stores and pharmacies yeah. without it. Man. But uh, 12 and up, just LA, you have right? to be yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, did see some cool stuff yesterday. Because the lesbians that sat behind Mark and I, the one had her cans way out. They were nice and her. Butch kind of lesbian friend was, was all gonna, about was putting the arm on him. Like she had that shelf, she claimed it. And the two black guys in front of me, we we were laughing because they, the uh, lesbians walked downstairs instead of up once, not knowing that they had to go upstairs to go to the bathroom. And uh, so they and as they're coming back up, those milkers were out. The ladies' jugs, those massive lesbian cans were out. She looked pretty good. She was lipsticky, but she was heading the wrong way. And uh, and the one dude goes, uh, "Damn, somebody's." Uh, husband shopping in the preseason. That's shooting your load early. And I'm like, she ain't looking for a husband. He's all Mercury. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I laughed and laughed. It was pretty fun. But, yeah, the demographic swap out at the door when the Suns game was over and the next game came in was noticeable. There was It was a noticeable thing. It was a swing. There was a. There was so a. You're very... kind of maybe thinking maybe the crowd has changed up a little bit. No, not at all. Yeah. I just didn't realize that they would pile them up in one, and then I didn't know it was going to be that drastic of a switch out. I thought, man, and they'd they... be that lined up. Yeah. Yeah, they were standing outside waiting to get in, and the game ended at like five, and <laughs> hopped over to the. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. It was an interesting crowd mix. It's kind of like having a rap show and a rock show in the same place, <laughs> and it, but like there's an hour gap in between, and when the when the rock show ends, you're like, wow. Just a whole different group of people leaving than going in. And then the Merc went in. And plus, I don't know how they did it in an hour. Because the uh, the Suns game had probably uh, eh, two-thirds, maybe a little more of the crowd there. 
This was a pretty decent crowd. And by the time the Mercury game started, they had to put all those black tarps up on the top level because, they, you know, for the embarrassment of not selling anything. I don't know how the crew did it that fast. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Probably get the, the Suns crowd out in 45 minutes and get the Merc crowd in 15. <laughs> oh, no, the time is good, but how do you, how do you, uh, you know, tarp up all those seats that fast? Because they got to pretend like there's no upper deck when the Mercury play because they can barely sell that lower bowl. They barely sell it. They don't sell it. Mercury. In and do they go over the seats or do they go straight up? I How think they do some banners and spots, and I think some are just covered over with their logo all over there. We have an upper deck. You don't want to talk about the upper deck. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the smattering of individuals that are willing to sit in 200 level. I bet you most of them don't know there's an upper deck. Well, That's just yeah, because it's blacked out. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Anyway, Mercury lose, Mercury lose. One more game, and they're out, and we don't have to think about it. But I love that the concessions don't really put an effort for the Mercury playoff game. Yeah, you see that menu? Yeah, don't look at it. It's whittled down to about ten percent because we're only waiting for the real season to start. Well, the Mercury in the playoffs, the real man season, dude. Okay, hilarious. You we just it. opened to see if someone would come to the window or not, yeah. come to the counter. Well, I wanted to go over to the fries and see if I could get a pack of gum with my receipt if they give you a playoff ticket like they did a regular season ticket for those Mercury games. All you got to do is buy something at Fry's. And I'm like, you want tickets to what? The Mercury game. You bought something at Fry's. I'm like, that gets me tickets to a professional sporting event? Not only just one. Please take these. Multiple tickets. Please. Make me look good. But as we all know now, Mercury and retrograde, hopefully. That doesn't affect the ladies' basketball team like it does our promo kids. Jeremy, do you know about this? Mercury's in retrograde. You're going to hear about The two it. girls on your promo uh, crew today are already affected at 5.40 in the morning. Like they, their day is shot. <laughs> does anyone who says that kind of stuff actually think? Stop and think. Stop and think. I'm, I'm talking to another adult. I better shut up. <laughs> I mean, is that, is that something that you think other people are like, oh, well, yeah, of course. Or do you realize how immediate it is that the other person's brain says, "Oh God, I'm dealing with a dope." I think you got to read the room. Definitely, you don't say it to anyone. Yeah. Don't say it to any. Sometimes I think girls do it to be cute. I thought she was kind of joking. No, she meant it, and then re- well, because she kind of said it to me like, "You're gonna hate." This. Yeah. So clearly, she's had she's heard she me knew. say like, "All right, you're bananas." <laughs> but you like, I think you have to be. Like a cute girl. Like if a dude ever said that to me, I've never. I don't think I've ever had a guy say. Never it to heard me. it. I don't think I have either. I think of a man has ever said, "Well, Mercury's in retrograde, bro, so uh, can't train." So I got that going for me. I've never heard a man say that. At least, and you know why? It's because I wouldn't associate with men who talk about those things. Immediately, I'm turned away. Mercury's in retrograde. If you said that, we'd have never ever been friends. Can't hang out with you, man. I got a problem. Man. Mercury's in retrograde. My whole day. All right. Let's see, kid. I'm going to go get food with other people. Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, hey, I think it's a girl thing. Because seriously, saying it out loud to other adults is fairly embarrassing. You have to listen yeah. to A child could say it, and you'd be like, all right, honey, that's stupid. Don't say that anymore. Yeah. Why? It's just dumb. You don't know what Mercury's doing. You have no idea. And sure, planets can affect us, but you, you don't know. You're working as a promo person. If you were smart enough to know interplanetary connections to your human uh, <laughs> code and DNA, you wouldn't be doing uh, blowing up uh, inflatables at the KUPD van stops and driving to Safeway to hang out with Jeremy, who, by the way, is currently today your boss. I mean, that's not a thing. I know the inner workings of the 
the clocks of the human body based on the positioning of planets. What the hell are you doing here? You're Einstein. No, I don't really. I just say that I do. I wonder how many places have been called not coming in today. Because Mercury's in retro. Yeah. But it happens like every, t- like every time a girl opens her mouth and is having a bad day, they talk about it. I had a real estate agent say that to me in Sholo a couple of times. And I'm like, oh, no. You don't want to buy today. Why? Wait a minute. What? You're a real estate agent. Actually, you should want me to buy every day. Mercury's in retrograde. Tomorrow it all changes. All right. <laughs> well, the day we did sign on the dotted line, that house's roof caved in. When she was cool with Mercury. <laughs> all right. I don't like to do signatures on days Mercury's in retrograde. Tuesday, we'll do the paperwork Tuesday. Like, you okay. didn't respect it. Yeah. A week later, snowed all over that house and it blew the roof up. And it knows. Yeah. Oh, so Mercury helps out Sholo real estate now and again? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be universal? Wouldn't yes. it always, if Mercury in retrograde yes. affected real estate on certain days, wouldn't it be universal? Everyone in Sholo would Take a look at the listing. sales. Big dip. But if even if it's a dip, wouldn't it be just like completely <laughs> universal to the world that real estate is a bad idea on Mercury? Re- and it's in retrograde constantly. Idiots. <laughs> Stop saying that. New rules. Stop saying that. You can believe it in your heart of hearts, but that's like the big spaghetti monster is your god. Shh. We don't talk about Zip it. We just keep that inside and know that sometimes adults say dumb things. And they get judged for it. Harshly. Harshly. <laughs> you know what? And I'm, you know, it wasn't even like categorically a possibility, but my brain still functions as a male brain. And when she said, oh, today's ruined Mercury's in retrograde, my brain went, undateable, undateable, undateable. I'm like, don't worry about it, brain. We're not interested. It's, 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 there's a whole, but he just told me, like, step away. Step away. Step away. I got it, brain. We're good. Thanks, buddy. Bitch just said retrograde. Run. Run for your life. Brain, we're good. We're good. A tap on the shoulder. Hey, you missed it. <laughs> missed it. Here's what she said. Or easy kill. Easy kill. That too. Easy to manipulate. Tell her that Jupiter is also in prograde, countering Mercury's retrograde. Panties fall in 10, 9, 8. It's the stupidest thing ever. If a tiny little red flag could just pop up from the back of the head. Thunk! <laughs> Warning! <laughs> Your brain fires off like a team of flag ups. Well, come on, guys. He's talking to a chick who just said Mercury's in retrograde. We're going to get stabbed. Those are crazy people. Anyway, sorry. To all you who believe in Mercury in retrograde. Hey, just maybe, good for maybe, you. Shush. Maybe she'll read tea leaves today at the van. Oh, maybe she ever heard tarot cards. She's got to have them. You know what I realized? You know, talking about this, this is because of my sister and stuff and all that, that I find it absolutely uh, ridiculous. Well, uh, my sister and Dog the Bounty Hunter have work. the same hair. What? Uh, <laughs> no. Really? I realized you know that what? as I was yeah. watching TV the other day. Like, hey, <laughs> hold, hold, back. hold on a tick. I would, like, if that was at the mall, I'd go, oh, my sister's here. we got to go. And it's Dog the Bounty Hunter's hair. They have the same hair. I don't know who that's worse for. If she could put some uh, leather tie-ups oh, on her biceps. If we, if, we, if we could get her all loaded a little for fringe Halloween, hanging off there. Very easy costume to pull off because they have the exact same Get on a vest. Hair. I don't think my sister's hair is as spun gold as uh, no. dogs. But it's pretty much the same <laughs> like length. and It's the same hair. <laughs> Who's that worse for? My sister or dog? Your sister. You think? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's just terrible. Well, I mean, it's her day. If someone says, 
<laughs> hey, dog. Oh, oh yeah. Turns people, around. Oh, that means, she, that means yeah. she looks like Dog the Bounty yeah. Hunter. That's different. I'm just talking about her hair. I'm not going to go so far as to say I'm that they're, sorry. I they're thought you were indistinguishable. <laughs> I'm just saying their hair's the same. Sister looks exactly like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like, no, just her hair. But I think that's the dog's thing. That's how I was answering the question. Well, yeah, I understand. I, I saw where you're headed, but I just want to clear up. I didn't say she looked like, even as much as we don't but get along. But the hair from yeah, the back. The hair from the back is Dog the Bounty Hunter. And I think she still has, like, roach clips and things in her hair. I don't know. Like, dogs got, like, weird single braids, and so does she. I'm pretty sure they have the same exact hairstyle. The dog. If we can get her some sweet blade glasses. Oh, forget it. It's the same person at that point. Brady's trying to turn her into dog. I'm just saying hair. Brady's the one taking it two steps further. It could get her places. It might might get her TV show. Anyway, uh, it's 610. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585, yeah, that's right. 585-9800, that's the number. Tell you where Jeremy and the retrograde gang's going. (laughs) <laughs> we had in retrograde We're in retrograde today. today. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde, Rudy. Fat Albert, I hate when Mercury in retrograde. Me too, Rudy. It throws off all my biological rhythm. Yep. No man has ever said that to another man because he realizes that he's at the risk of being slugged in the mouth. Uh, give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! 98 KUP. Hey, there you go. Silence the voice. It is uh, 634. And uh, there's Jeremy. Jeremy's taking the retrograde gals out this morning. and That's it. Good luck to you, Jeremy. And then, then, then he can run away because Mercury's in retrograde. I don't know who's going to do us from now on. He's in good hands. Somebody also said, John, there's 13 periods a year for a lady. And he's right. Because you figure 28 oh, yeah. days, then you get most months, like 10 of the months have 31 or 30 days, and that's three extra days for 10 months. That's 30 more days. So you get a 13th period. Thanks for that. There you go. And another email says, hey, uh, ladies, just real quick, Mercury doesn't give a flying F about you. Follow me for more horoscope advice. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Jeremy's going out this morning. Happy Valley Road. You better get moving, kid. 35th Avenue. There he goes. Safeway this morning for uh, KUP deployment. We're doing the KUP deployment. Uh, The packs are getting jammed up. We're going to send them out on November 11th. All we need is a little help from you guys. Uh, to drop off all the items that we have listed at 98kupd.com. Why? Well, uh, we're helping out the troops from Arizona that are deployed overseas throughout the holiday season, and they get little packages from home. And a lot of the stuff that they can't get around these places, that one lady that emailed me last week that said her son's on on his way to Iran, or Iran, Iraq, and uh, maybe he's going to Iran. My God, are we doing something there too? But going to Iraq, and she's like, yeah, he's seven months, he's going to be gone, and uh, it's, it's no fun to think about that. Seven months just disappearing in Iraq and doing his job down there. Uh, you know, at least it's a little more peaceful than it has been in years past, where we're just kind of on a day-to-day mission thing. But they're still not home, so this is a really nice thing, and the, and the troops really love this. So uh, I got emails every year about how important that is to us. We got flags all over this room from places that the Arizona uh, troops have set up, and then we sent them all these deployment packages, and then they gave us one of the flags that flew over their base. We've got a load of those, and it's awesome. So uh, it's great. You guys help us out with that every time. You can help some more this morning. Happy Valley Road, 35th Avenue. Uh, and just take a look at the list. Uh, Jeremy will have it out there. You pop into the Safeway. You grab something. You put it in the box, and we'll help these guys out. And we'll load up on November 11th and send them out. So go see Jeremy. He's also got KUPD stuff, too. Uh, tickets to concerts and things like that. He'll tell you what he's got. Once we get him out, way out, 35th Avenue and Happy Valley Road. 
simple as that. Uh, yeah, the Mercury in retrograde has people all fired up. Some lady said that. You just don't understand. The tides are affected by the moon. That doesn't seem to bite you. Really? Yeah, I get that. But not to a point where I'm not going to make a real estate exchange. Yeah. Settle down about yourself. The planets don't care about you. I got enough problems. Uh, yeah, I don't. it's not even about my... I, look, I got a... No problems, even. I would sit and say, I'm making problems when I start saying, well, that damn planet. Everything would have gone better if Mercury would have behaved. 99 problems and Mercury ain't one. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And then people are asking, those promo girls must be hot. Are they really hot? Are they super hot? This is where they've got everybody. Everybody snowed. Uh, yeah, yep. hot girls can say yep. stupid things and we don't care. Yep. We stopped caring about it. Uh, I like this story that came out the, uh, the other day. There's a German court that is setting a uh, trial. I guess it's happening. It started in August, and it's starting to come to an end or something. They're going to have a trial for a 100-year-old Nazi. <laughs> he's got 3,518 counts of accessory to murder. Uh, he served as a guard at a concentration camp. They tag everybody that was in that yep. building on him. Yep. He's 100. Come on. He doesn't care. What are we doing? He's just sitting in the... Yeah, just, you know what? Good on you. You, you got, got away with it. You, you win this one. Uh, and then the, uh, the, uh, the woke police are out in full force again. They're going after Dave Chappelle. And Chappelle's special's on Netflix. And he, as Dave Chappelle does, makes and steps on things that are not comfortable to a woke person. They get very nervous around the Chappelle stuff. And, uh, and they're uh, like out to get him. Glad is out to get him. And uh, a couple of things I was reading. This. Netflix special is called out by GLAAD. National Black Justice Coalition is mad at Dave Chappelle for ridiculing trans people because he makes jokes about the trans world. And he's, you know, how he's been doing it. We were talking a little bit about it. The last two specials, he's really kind of telling more stories about it. It's not like yeah. he's rattling off stuff. And, his and he's making the point that... Look, don't get mad at me, kind of, that I don't understand. No, he's making fun of it, and he should. And, then he, and he does and there's go nothing out, wrong with that. and there's some funny stuff. And you stuff. clicked on it. Yeah. That's the point of that. You clicked on it. So if you're clicking on it, and you're a member of GLAAD, and you're going to watch it. If you go to a comedy show and say, I am going to be angry if this person talks at all about traffic. I'm going to be mad. I'm going in with some topic on my brain that if he even brings it up, I'm going to go in without a sense of humor. You're going to get mad. Comedy is built on the idea that it touches areas you're not supposed to touch. It's It, it, it tackles things, unless you're one of those lame-ass, you know, if it's dad jokes and, you know, safe stuff. Banana jokes. Yeah, Brady starts in with those banana jokes. It's offensive for other reasons. Those are awful. But at least they're safe. But I'm talking like somebody who really just, well, I just like the uh, the Two Moms podcast is as far as I want my comedy. Then you don't go to comedy shows. You don't pay attention to Dave Chappelle. If Glad goes to a Dave Chappelle show, and aside from him just flat out saying, I hate gays, I'm not going to deal with he didn't. He can make jokes about groups of people because it's hilarious. And the people who like it have clicked on it. Like he said, look, don't get mad at me. You're the one who clicked on it. You're the one who said okay when it said you want to order this. Well, so you got it. Evidently, maybe they're maybe they're upset. We could be off on this thing because, he, according to this, in the the closer his special, mm -hmm. he's not going to make jokes anymore about the LGBTQ. Is that what he says? Yeah, I'm not going to do any of this. This is it for that. This is it. Well, maybe it. Well, here's the thing that I didn't understand because the one thing they said uh, 
2021, this is the, the group that's mad at him, and I don't know who it is, says is on track to be the deadliest year on record for transgender people in the United States. The deadliest year on record, which also, by the way, probably the most policed and woke year in the history of transgender uh, socialization. Probably the most transgenders have announced right in the last year exactly the most that we've known transgender right yeah but if it's if it's the deadliest year on record i guess we've done something different in the last couple years that's made it worse yeah right maybe it's the behavior of making everyone scared to death of each other based by group is making it worse so screaming out anytime someone mentions something you disagree with has made your group Unlikable to another group because everybody's fracturing off into their little uh, piles or cliques yeah. and screaming out, uh, we want equality and we want diversity, but we certainly don't want to touch edges of groups. If it's the, de- I would have never guessed that, the deadliest year on record for transgender people in the United States, the majority of whom, evidently, according to this, are black transgender people. And then it says Netflix should know better. Perpetuating transphobia perpetuates violence. Netflix should immediately pull the closer from its platform and directly apologize to the entire transgender community. Nope. It sounds to me like whatever we've switched to in the last few years to be more woke has created a bigger problem. Because what they're saying is all the other years were better as far as violence went when we were free and clear to make fun of all that stuff. And nobody was losing their jobs or their minds every time somebody made a passing joke. Could it be that society is so mother uptight about everything that it's created tension? Do the woke people ever understand that they're creating more tension than they are calm? Ever? I would have never guessed that. I hate to hear that. That's a terrible uh, statement that it's the deadliest year on record for transgenders. That should not be the case. What are we doing different? What was better five years ago for transgender people that they weren't being killed at the clip they are today, according to you? What was different? Oh, everybody was kind of like, don't care. Never made a big deal out of it. Don't have to worry about losing my job if I make a joke about a guy who looks like he's a girl. Never have to worry about losing my job if somebody shows up in a dress and I laugh. Never have to worry about losing my job. It, did, it didn't mean people were going to die, that's for sure. Yeah. If uh, Brady showed up dressed as a woman and said, today I'm a woman, well, we'd, we would make fun like crazy. We'd joke like, five, and then today. Isn't that in a weird way part of acceptance? Yes. Be, being joked about, being brought into the fold as far as right. comfortability. One of the greatest things in the world is when you're with a group of, of guys who you like think are fun, and then they start taking pot shots at you. Like, I'm in. Like I'm, they're comfortable with me. They trust that I'm not going to get upset. They know I'm. I'm. That's a. That's a. That's a cool card. When somebody doesn't like include you in their group with the jokes and everything else, it's because they don't trust you. Like right now, Brady Toledo, me. If Brett was here, Brett. If some interloper came in, we wouldn't treat them the same way we treat each other. Because I know I can trust Brady's not going to get crazy weird, and I'm not going to get mad and all uptight until. But if some person came in, we're not going to sit and go, "Nice pants, jackass!" You know, like joke around about something if he looks funny or. We're not going to do it because he's not in the fold yet. Why? We don't trust that he isn't going to go run off and tattle. And it doesn't go. It doesn't work the same way if he came in shooting the guns off right at you. Oh, if he starts in with us, yeah, we got our like, walls up. Like I don't yeah. know you. We we don't we don't have that yet. There's a rapport you have to develop with that. But yeah, if it's the most deadly year on record for a group of people, uh, that's terrible. 
Now we have to look at what we've done different to create the deadly year. And I have to say, I'm leaning towards the idea you guys might be a little bit uptight about every single thing said about your group of people that makes you think it's akin to murder when someone makes a joke. Well, that creates murders. Really? Do you think there's a single person out there that's sane? We're eliminating lunatics. That hears Dave Chappelle's jokes and says, you know what I'm going to do now? Kill me some transgenders. It's that flipped up. Is there a sane human being that has that light switch that you can flip through jokes? There are insane people that can be triggered by something, but that was going to happen anyway. They're insane for a reason. And the other side of it is for Chappelle, this is 10 times better than uh, getting rave reviews from a critic. Absolutely. It's the best Thank thing you, you can do. Thank you for promoting You my just thing. made it so I forgot and remembered the Dave Chappelle specials on Netflix. Yep. You just made me remember, oh yeah, I love Chappelle. I wonder what he's got to say about that. I'm very curious as to what his take is. Here's what an adult does. They listen to it and go, I disagree with that. Right. And they have their own stance without thinking that what that man just said should cause a murderous rage in someone else. If you have that in you, something's wrong with you. If you can't watch a comedian talk about something you disagree with without getting angry, something's wrong with you, not the person doing the, the, the comedy. They're just... They're hired to go out and say things that are absurd. And guess what? Not all of them land. Not every joke hits the mark. Sometimes they take a chance. It's like, well, that one just flopped all over the place. Oh, well. But that's how you hone and act. That's how you do it. And not everybody should agree. That's what makes great conversation, especially funny conversation. If somebody says, oh, my God, you're insane. How many times the funniest person that you know? Think about your group. You're driving to work right now. Think about the people you hang out with. The funniest person in that group is always somebody that eventually at the end of the night going, oh, my God, I can't believe Brian just said that. Usually that comes with funny. The icebreaker. Yeah. If you're not funny people, ladies, most of the time you don't have that. I can't believe she said that. If she's got that, it's just usually because she's the loudest. But, yeah, if you're not the funny group, you you don't have that person. They're like, my God, that guy will say anything. He's fearless. That's the funniest guy. Now, there are people who take that and try to be the fearless one, and they're not funny, and they just come across as insulting. That's when when you're not funny. You're just loud. It's a slippery slope. And Brady in a dress would be hilarious to everyone, even if Brady was serious about it and had his Caitlyn Jenner late 50s moment of saying, I want to be a woman in my 60s. We would never stop teasing you. I'm sure Bruce Jenner. If I friend, made that decision, I I know better not to come in. You're about why? You're about the age of Caitlyn Jenner when she said, "You know what? This is it." Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got to start making the swap out. And then about or three years later, when she like, when it when it, 60. when it officially happened, but yeah, when she but started she's to known do a long no, when she started to do the stuff, the treatments and the things. You're that right, kind she of, did know a long time. We knew when she was sixty. Yeah. She started the process about mm, fifty six seven. And then started to get the hormone treatments and the therapy and all the other stuff before Nostra we knew. Jonas called it out on this show. Absolutely. We had it right there. Based on uh, Dennis Miller's old jokes. Yeah. And anybody noticed that Bruce Jenner's starting to look like Miss Jane Hathaway from the Beverly Hillbillies. And that was in like 90. But it was just a joke because of his hair. Right. And his, he had some surgery. I don't think anybody thought he'd go full pull. But I bet you in Bruce's circles, even John Lovett says that he was good friends with Bruce Jenner. Or friends, not good friends, but love it. Said, yeah, we golf, and I'm like, what do I? Can I still make fun? He's like, absolutely. We're we're still pals. You're in that circle. You're in the group. Yeah. I'm sure it's it's welcome to 
Put your balls into this one, Caitlin. You know, all right, guys, that's enough. Like, it would be hilarious if Brady decided to have a late in life transition to being a female. Totally accept it. I wish you well, but I am going to just ridicule the crap out of you in the funnest way you can imagine. You're going to laugh. Unless you become an uptight bitch. Then I don't want to be your friend anyway. Yeah. Or, you know, there definitely comes a time where some people in that circle, I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm out. They move on. Okay. If more people Brady's size were murdered in the last two months than any other time ever, and in those two months, we decided to say never mention people's uh, like Brady's size. And then a rash of murders occurred to people. I would say, wait a minute, maybe that maybe there's a correlation to our telling everybody how to behave and how to think has made them more mad at that group than they were before. I think that's what's happening with this. The, all the screaming and yelling about jokes that we're shining the wrong like. kind of lights. Yeah, we're saying, hey. Think like us or else, and that you're just going to piss off the wrong people. So if that's a true statistic, and I have to say that that seems a little exaggerated. What is the number on that statistic? No, I don't know. Just, say? That's what he said. Just the, his number was. He didn't say a number. It wasn't like a breakdown. He just said this is the highest year. Uh, was it 21, 2021 on track to be the deadliest like year it, on record? It sounds like thousands of people or hundreds. Or, yeah, I don't you know, know what the old know. numbers were. But like Toledo right. said, more people have been free to come out. Right. That's what so, I look Yeah, at. so it's like, oh, transgender is now a, transgender is now a box on the sheet yeah. of, you know, what were it wasn't there twenty years ago. Yeah. And that's so, been three, four years coming. If a transgender got murdered ten years ago, it, it would say male. female or male. Yeah. They didn't have the box of other. So I'm sure that that number is inflated by the paperwork the, the paperwork that is now yeah. inclusive of that. But it doesn't have anything to do with Dave Chappelle at all. Zero. Unless Dave Chappelle goes out and starts screaming out how much everyone should hate this. He's not doing that. He's making jokes. And we've made jokes about, like, you make jokes about Puerto Ricans and white people and black people and Asian people and everything else. It's never caused a murderous rage in the past. Ever. Ever. And it hasn't stopped racism. In fact, it's it's done the exact opposite, in my opinion. It's made people who sit back, like, now it's more taboo than ever to whisper the worst thing in the world to somebody. Uh, you just got to pick your friends better. So now you've you've actually gone from being more diverse to more exclusive with who you hang out with. Because I'm like I'm afraid to hang out with well, women at work. We don't do it. You just don't. And I'm sure women feel the same way about men at work. You it's can't like, we don't grind do with them at a bar anymore. You cannot urban with you, a chicken. you just can't do it. If a gaggle of girls wanted to go to lunch with me today, and two of them I didn't know, like if they were new girls here at the office, and like, hey, we're all going to lunch. Say, so you want to go? I would look and go, no. Absolutely. I'm, thank you, but no. And not because I don't want to go. I don't want to risk being me around the ones I'm comfortable with, with the two new people. I'm not doing it. Whereas before, I would have loved to have gone. Oh, well, yeah, well, I'll go. It'll be fun. I get to know the new people and everything else. I am scared to death. Me. Scared to death of new people in the office. And everyone should be. Because you just don't know anymore. Well, and we've had the luxury of being around the people in this building for for a ever, long, long time. Ever. Yeah, new people. I'm just like I, I don't. I don't know that I'm ever malicious, but I don't know that that matters. Like it used to. Like that used to be my rule. It's like it can always be funny as long as it's not malicious. Yeah. No matter what avenue you go down, as long as it's not a malicious joke or an attack on something yep. uh, that seems personal, then it then it's funny and, and you can walk away. People's lines for where that right. is vary, but, but for the most part, a lot of people can agree where the, you where understand, the basic yeah, line is. The malicious intent. How about this one? Um, John, I am a tall, overweight, gay listener. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think LGBTQ 
you and fat jokes are hilarious. Yeah. It's okay to laugh about stuff. You're honestly, 50% of it. Because racial humor, body humor, gender humor, all of our differences technically unite us. All topics can be funny, even yep. dark stuff. You may not like it, but that doesn't mean someone else can't find it funny. As long as you aren't calling for violence, right. like you just said, or directing hate speech, you're fine in my and every intelligent person and right. LGBTQ's book. So there you go. You've got the acceptance. I'll print well, that one out. thank you, giant fat gay guy. There you go. That's awesome. That's all he wanted. I am great with the giant fat gays. And even the short uh, gays as well. The... Uh, Michael Legault is not a tall man. He's gay. Loves the show. Gaze. In shape gays probably love him. Not Our like Troy and Michael. I haven't met him. Uh, uh, in shape? Uh, well enough. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're going to be bikini models anytime soon. Yeah, they're older though, right? Yeah. yeah. 50s. Yeah. I think uh, Michael's uh, 48 or something like that. Troy just went over the 50 barrier a couple years ago. Very clean, neat, well-kept. I'll call them well-kept gays. They're not filthy gays, which you very rarely find. John, is that deadly stat including suicide? Because hasn't the That's a good point. Um, I don't know. hasn't that deadly stat normally meant suicide in that group? The deadliest year could mean they just dead. I have no idea. And does that cause? Do the jokes about it cause problems for that person? Yes, but that's their surround. That's their inner circle trying to keep an eye on what's going on. If you got somebody that's going through that much, again. You know, not to sit and say it's not a sad thing because it isn't. But if Dave Chappelle's special made you want to kill yourself, you had a lot going on. Yeah, that was. There's an awful the lot more to it than the joke. The joke might have been the tipping point. But man, you got pushed a real far away. Not dealing well with what's happening in your life. It isn't ever going to be Dave Chappelle's jokes made me kill or made me uh, commit suicide. It's just never the case. I think for some to it, um, Dave telling the joke or the story shines a light on it that sure. you can find, oh, you know what that is funny we I should can be able all to laugh loosen up that. loosen up it's yeah. so uptight that you can't even like make a joke about something make jokes about all of it Toledo's giant head I look like God knows what a mistake or like a complete uh, I look like uh, when you do an ultrasound on a baby if I came out and, and never changed I'm, I'm an aged ultrasound baby Brady is Brady. He's shaped like a thumb, and everybody uh, that's shaped like him knows exactly. There's a full shape of Brady's out there. We love it. Brett couldn't be more stereotypical Italian. Hilarious. But yeah, Chappelle is not causing murder. So to put it in that context makes that person crazy to me. Uh, and then and then they go on and say, well, the reviews on the Netflix special. Well, yeah, if you got a bunch of angry people to go do it, it's going to seem that way. You can never. There's two things People I don't... have their own agendas in writing yeah. reviews. Of course, especially when you've got a group together that says Chappelle's yeah. show is terrible. Everybody attack with a review. You know who doesn't review shows? People who like them. Yep. You never, ever hear... You know what you never hear in restaurants? Brady, you ran a restaurant for well, years. The people who had a decent time. Not extraordinary. Never write a review. They'll never call you and say, we had, never a, leave we a, had comment a, card. a really nice time. It was nice. It wasn't anything special. It was just... It was acceptable. It was a nice day. Yelp has destroyed all of that. For Yelp me. has made it the worst experience yep. or the best experience. Yep. Very There's rarely. There's no middle ground. It, doesn't, it's, it's, it happens here and there, but. Ugh, the plates were dirty. Why would you bother putting in a middling review for yeah. a restaurant? It just, eh, it was Not enough right. ice in the drink. Right. Well, you're, a, like you're a baby. The other thing is, if you ever go on Yelp and bitch about the prices, 
then you're dumb. Yeah. Because you didn't look at they're, they're on the menu. They're announced right there. Yeah, they're on the menu. You knew going we in. We thought this would be a moderately priced restaurant. It, even if it wasn't. You're not in charge of the food costs. I paid too much for this thing. I'm going to tell everybody that it was too expensive for me. Was the food good or not? I don't trust reviews on anything, especially when it comes to like comedy, because that's so subjective. I love Dave Chappelle, but if a group like Glad is after him, the reviews are going to reflect that, especially when all the reviews are like, can't believe he does transphobe humor. Can't believe we're still in this day and age. I'm like, well, I know your agenda going in. You went in mad before he said a word. John, to me, you look like someone taxidermied to a skeleton. Now, <laughs> yes. is that mean? Maybe. But <laughs> I find hilarious. it hilarious. I do, too, because I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. I look in the mirror every day and go, what is it? Like, I am a what is it? I can't figure that out. Taxidermied to a skeleton. I enjoy that. That's a good one. See? And that's my, that's a good punch at me. I like it. John, have you ever considered that maybe we all need to face the facts that our society just cannot live without drama? Yes. Some people just need drama. Americans especially, I think. I think oh, we are so super spoiled with I, I think what? the social Other side cultures. of it. Well, social media is not helping. Has created, we, it's, it's well, designed for drama. We all feel self-important because of social media too. Because you sit and say something and get a thousand likes and all of a sudden you think you're you know, Evita, for God's sakes. That pe- everybody wants to hear your every word. You're standing on a balcony barking out the next new order of the world because your Facebook crew agrees with you, so you feel self-important. It's 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 ridiculous. But I also think that... You watch Ronnie Chang's uh, comedy special. He comes from China. About how spoiled we are and how ridiculous Americans are when it comes to complaining about certain things. We have complaints about everything. And it's like 5% of the population. The rest of us are normal. We're all kind of normal. You can take a joke. And that's the one thing. The one kid you never wanted to hang out with. Like, why don't you want to hang out with, I'll say his name, Gerard. Why don't you want to hang out with Gerard? Gerard can't take a joke. Gerard gets mad every time we start teasing. Like, in joking. Not like mean, but like you make a comment he doesn't like. He loses his mind. Gerard is a loose cannon. We don't like him. Put a lot of distance between some friends because of Of course. If you can't take a joke, it's time to go. Yep. That's it. And and, and that's fine. Take jokes in your yes, circle. Exactly. But don't make it my problem that you can't take a joke I said. There's options. Like, you know, if you don't like this show, you click it off. 100%. If you love it, stay. But if you're in the middle and you're like, ah, I, I think I'm going to try to get mad, go somewhere else. I just always say, point those fingers back at yourself. You've never been perfect about telling a joke either. Never. You've never been just so woke that you've never offended anyone. Casey says... John, in my opinion, you look like if Caleb from Shriners got a little bit better and grew up. Yeah, I'm walking I'm, I'm walking Caleb. I'm everything Caleb could have turned into had it not been for bird bones. <laughs> and then someone just sent me a picture of Squid Game with this is the thousand pictures of Squidward. And that's the one I most relate to, especially Happy Squidward. That's the one I think I look most like. Although that chiseled, weird human Squidward is disturbingly right on. (laughs) Anyway, if you can't hit. And then uh, it goes crazy the other way. Sage Steele can't be on ESPN anymore. Did you see that? Yeah. She's kicked off ESPN because on a podcast, she said she thought it was weird that Barack Obama clicked the black box on the race. And she goes, his father was nowhere to be found. His white mother was there the whole time. And it's like and he's his, just abandoned. His white that. mother and his white grandmother. Right. And she Raised says, because she's got, uh, she's a black and white mm-hmm. biracial parents, right? Or interracial. What do they call so, it? Yeah. I don't even know. Who cares? Interracial. Interracial. And she said, uh, I, I, I relate just as much to that side as the other. It seems, it seems like pandering. She goes, you do you, I do me. 
ESPN's like, although we do accept diverse opinions, she's not going to be allowed to speak at the Women's Emporium anymore, and, or the whatever they called that thing she was supposed to be at. Well, and Jamel Hill is actually coming out and Oops. posting some things that the difference between how ESPN handled her situation and how they handled Sage really? situation. Yeah, there's pretty, yeah, but Jim, she was always in there. trouble. Like it seemed like it she always was always trying to market stuff. Well, and that's the thing. That's the only problem I have with the Sage Steele thing. Everybody's taking the one headline out there about how she thinks that Obama can't be black because he, his black father wasn't around. And like you just said, there was so much more yeah. to what she said in that statement. And it was on Jay Cutler's Don't Care podcast. <laughs> right. Jay Cutler was the host <laughs> of the podcast, and it's called Don't Care. <laughs> so the whole point of the podcast that has any interest whatsoever to anybody is that we're going to talk about things, and we're not going to care what your reaction is. It's Jay Cutler. Don't care. Have your baby fit. I'm saying what I want. Well, but then all... And the reason for the women's conference is because after the Obama comment, she said that... Uh, she doesn't have it kind of I'm paraphrasing but she doesn't have sympathy for sideline reporters who get harassed by athletes because of what what they wear. Oh. You know what you you know what's going to happen when you put on the, that that outfit. Nice. That's what and then the argument is men should grow up. I, that's going to be a tough tall order. Uh, she says, "Listen, I'm pretty sure my white mom was there when I was born and my white family loves me as much as my black family." And so I don't relate the, to one more than the other. That, that nobody's everybody's just going with the headline on this one. But now she's not allowed to be on ESPN anymore. Just at the conference, and that, but and here's the reason why. I know my comments created controversy for the company, and I apologize. We apologize. Well, her comments created controversy, basically saying I'm half white and I'm half black, and I relate to both equally because I found both races to be wonderful to me. Is controversial? Yeah. That's what. That's the world we live in. I love white people and black people equally. Okay. Yeah. That's enough of that. You shouldn't be on TV anymore. She also you can't call NBA games. Female journalists invite harassment by dressing. That's what he just said. Yeah. yeah, on that side of it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense. But the woke police are up again. The summer's over, and they're going after. Is it that time? Mercury's in retrograde. It, it must be it. Mercury in retrograde makes people want to be extra woke. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But if you click on Chappelle's special and get offended, it's because you watched Dave Chappelle's special. Ah, there you go. Answered your question. Can't we just find it either funny or not funny? No. No. Uh-uh. You click on it, and you go in with an agenda, and you're upset. It's because you did it to yourself. So has Rotten Tomatoes become a Yelp for Netflix now, or is, yeah. is that where if I go, a true opinion? rub my face on a cheese grater, it's not the company who made the cheese grater's fault. Yes, it is. Nope. It's my yes, fault. Yes, it is. No. Because they didn't give you a warning. <laughs> well, that's what will come down to eventually. Yep. But if I did it, and like, hey, and the cheese grater had two safety measures. So are you sure you want to rub your face on this? <laughs> Click. And you double-clicked? Yes, yes, I do. I want to do that. And then I rubbed my face on it, and I got hurt. And I'm like, wow, that was worse than I thought. And I went in knowing that was going to happen. Uh, I'm going to sue this cheese grater company. You click on Netflix. That's step one that said, I'm going to volunteer myself for something on TV. Then you find Dave Chappelle's special, and it says on there, there's a little warning, so this isn't for everybody. And you click, go ahead and play this. And then there's a play button you have to hit again after that. And also, you're in complete and utter control of turning it off at any time you want. What's uh, stopping you from doing any of those things before it is watching the entire thing and then saying, this, nobody should see this because I didn't like it? This creates murders and suicides. Dave Chappelle's been around for 25 years. And I think... Uh, Not a lot of murder and suicide in his uh, wake, I don't think. The majority do that. 
They don't. Well, the no, majority of people are normal. They either they know they like him or they don't, or they walk away and go, I didn't like Dave's new special. Like you said, your friend watched it, and you're like, eh, it wasn't as hysterical as his past specials, but it's good. That's how you talk about comedy specials. Eh, it wasn't that good. I liked his last hour better. Stupid. But they're out again, so be careful. Something in the weather. That Mercury retrograde thing makes people more woke than ever. But yeah. Everybody's so goddamn uptight. And the best thing is, you start attacking Dave Chappelle, Ricky Gervais. You start going after those guys. They're going to put you in their place. He's got nothing to lose. Dave Chappelle's walked away from more than this. Basically what he says. So he'll be like, come get me. Ricky Gervais is the same. He's like, I'll say what I want because I'm not wrong. I'm not attacking it. I'm making jokes. And they're funny. And I've done it to everything. So you can't say that I'm singling out or targeting something. You don't like those jokes? Look at yourself in the mirror. Why? I want a world where nobody hurts me. It's not going to happen. Brady, your dad and banana jokes make me want to jump off a bridge. (laughs) Now, I want you to understand that this will be your fault when I do jump off that bridge. Right. Well, and this is where I start spinning that coin over to the other side a little bit. I I do think that those jokes that Brady made yesterday could very possibly kill some people. It's number one in dad joke world. John, are you trying to be dog of the LGBTQ community this morning? Because (laughs) you're just earning your LGBTQ card. (laughs) Did I get an LGBTQ card? That is hard How did I get a card for them? Uh, Like, apparently you get to say the gay stuff now or what? Oh, the homo. No, the guy saying earlier this morning, I'm... You know, six foot. Oh, yeah, there you again. go. That's right. You're okay. He's oh, giving you a pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that big fat uh, yeah. homosexual said he you likes got your me. card. <laughs> that super tall fat homo. I love that guy. And he's friends with me through the radio. We have an understanding that I'm not after you. Yeah. Here's the bigger thing. I don't care that much about any of you personally. So this is all just a big you giant that gray. Take, take really offense to that. Oh, sure. When you say that, but as a as a as a person who broadcasts his right. voice, uh, the majority of the city to me is uh, nameless gray faces. Yeah. I, I don't know all these yeah. people. I don't know your lives. I'm just trying to, you know, goof around for a little bit. Hopefully, we can all find some to some surface silliness on this thing. Have a good conversation now and again. Laugh and then walk away. Going, yeah, I didn't agree with everything he said, or no, that was pretty spot on. And then move on with your own opinions in your own day. I'm not that influential with your brain. Nobody is. If I say something that makes you go, I can't have that out in the world, then you're not that secure in your thoughts. That's what I always say about religious people who are too religious and get mad when somebody questions them. Then you're not that sure of your own beliefs. If you get upset when somebody has a counter belief to yours and you're mad about it, the best way I had it described to me was by a very religious person that said, I don't get upset when somebody disagrees with me because I know what I think 2 plus 2 is 4. And if somebody comes along and tries to tell me 2 plus 2 is 5, I know they're wrong. Yeah. And I don't get mad at them. I just try to tell them my side. If you get mad, you're not real sure about your equation. You're not real positive about what you believe. And the questions are making you question you about anything. You say, I stand in this water and there's no way I'm getting out. All right. Here's a couple questions you might not have thought of. Well, I don't like the question, which is why I don't like religion. This is one of the first tenets of it is don't question. Why? What are you afraid of? Anything that's built to anything that is factual or believable uh, stands up to scrutiny. The more questions, the easier it is to explain. So anything that starts off saying, do not question the end of this, tells me, well, you've got a lot of flaws there. Everything that's sure and steady. Stands up to scrutiny. 
everything. So I don't understand that. So get get more secure in yourself. I think I'm talking to about two people out there. Because most people kind of believe what they believe and they move on. The majority of people are normal. Yeah. And I don't necessarily buy into the reviews of Chappelle's show being so homophobic that it's... I, I think again, that's an agenda. I, right. I think it's a great promotional tool. Yeah. This guy said, I watched Dave's special last night. And as always, I thought, hysterical. Chappelle was on. Uh, also, he did not tell one joke about transgender people. He addressed that people think he's transphobic. He stated he won't tell any more transgender jokes. Yep. If you're going to be angry about something, maybe you should uh, effing watch it first. That's true. Dave Crook, you're 100% right. I don't. I haven't seen that. It was yet. the interesting thing. I mean, my one friend that watched it last or yesterday afternoon didn't say one thing about that. He, he did say he's not going to tell anymore. Yeah. LGBTQ. He's just going to lay off the LGBTQ jokes. And he said it in the special before. The alphabet police are after everybody. And he did that. You can't laugh. The thing about the car, or he wasn't sure. And my gay neighbors and I talked about it. They don't even know what a couple of the letters in LGBTQ are. Because they're like, I don't know what the plus means. That's a debate. And I'm like, is, is Q queer or questioning? And then they started to debate what it was. And I'm like, all right. And he goes, all I know is there's gay. And that's what I'm paying attention to. And there's the trans thing and all that. That's kind of easy to follow. There's and I the, think that's one of the things that Dave uh, says he kind of refers to. And the 71,000 other. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking to all of you. Keep adding them. Not doing it anymore. What are you going to do? I haven't seen it yet, but thanks to the Glad people, I'm going to go home and watch the Netflix Dave Chappelle special today because I forgot it was a thing. And I bet you I laugh and I turn it off, and my life doesn't change at all because I'm normal. Normal people don't have TV change their entire perspective on the world to a point of murder or suicide unless they were going to do it anyway. John, it all boils down to these people that are complaining about Chappelle are sheep and can't think for themselves. That's how I feel. They don't know who Chappelle is and know what he's about, but they complain about him because they do like him and they think he's funny, but they feel guilty about laughing at these jokes. Well, it's whenever they cry offensive material and make themselves feel better and look better to other people. I think they get mad when the audience laughs at it. I think that's what really gets them. Like when the audience laughs at a joke (gasps) they didn't like, they're like, "Uh uh-oh, well, we got to put a stop to this. We get a call uh, sometimes uh, about people who are like, I didn't like when you said that thing about blah, blah, blah. All right. Well, that one guy that called me and he said, you're being mean to Mexicans. I'm like, I'm not being mean to Mexicans. Because I said I hated Mexico. Oh, I, I do hate Mexico. I'm like, Mexico's a dump. Because that's that's a lot of the people that listen, that's their home. I'm like, no, it's not. This is your home. Someone along the lines in your family left there because it's a cesspool. We know it's an awful place. It's just been corrupt and miserable for years. And that's the reason why America is the beacon and, and people run to it. Uh, millions and millions of people can't be wrong. Escaping one country for another means one's better than the other. That's it. And I said, uh, do you laugh when I make fun of it? Oh, yeah, no, I love all the other stuff. I just don't like when you do that. I'm like, all right, well, then today's the day that you get punched. Sorry. You're, you're going to have to deal with it. If you, if you can handle all the other ones, it's just, well, just stay off my turf. No. Everybody gets a hit. John, have you seen the movie The Invention of Lying? It's one Ricky of my Gervais. favorite movies. Is it Ricky Gervais? I think it's Ricky I think that's a Ricky Gervais That sounds great. If I have is. not. I have not seen it. Uh, Jeremy's going out uh, this morning. Happy Valley Road and 35th Avenue. That's where the young man's going. Uh, KUPD employment pack's going out uh, for people who really don't have an option on what to think one way or the other. They're told this is how this is your rifle, this is your gun, uh, this is your whatever. That what is they what is that? This is your rifle. This is your gun. This, this is for fighting. This, this is for, for fun. Yeah, that's right. This is yeah. This is your thing. <laughs> and they pointed their wieners. 
Yeah. They don't have an option. They're brainwashed into thinking you've got one mission. That's it. Whatever your thoughts are, put them aside about the military. Uh, and they're the true heroes. They're the ones going. And we don't even pay attention to them unless it's a war. And there's a whole bunch of them from Arizona going all over the world, uh, deployed, and we're trying to help out. KUP Deployment Packs. Uh, we're going to have our friend Jeremy out there. Happy Valley Road and 35th Avenue this morning at the Safeway. He'll tell you what's on the list. We'll talk to Jeremy in a little bit. You can also go on our Amazon wish list online, 98KUPD. And uh, check it out and help out that way. And then we pack it up and send it to the troops on November 11th. It's a great thing. And uh, we thank you in advance because it's already going really well. What do you got in the big board of musical treats over there, Toledo? All right. The Action Ride Shop Wake Up Song. Brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Gilbert and Southern. uh, If anything goes downhill or, as you said, uphill, they've got it and they can get you on it. We're straight. Flat. Forward. I don't think yeah. you say straight. You can go backwards. Anymore. <laughs> you can say straight. I don't think so. They only sell bike uh, bikes that go straight. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're one of them true. crooked bike riders, them weirdos. You can occasionally go up in the air. It's shaped like a question mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can fly, too. Some of them can fly. A lot of requests for the uh, topic this morning. Seven Dust Bitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, Metallica, Stone Cold Crazy. <laughs> Till Lindemann, Lady Boy. Lady Boy. Manson, Beautiful People. Rob Zombie, Mars Needs What's Women. Till Lindemann's Lady Boy's? Didn't lyrics. we play that one? Oh, we have, but I have, yeah. like the lyrics. Are the lyrics even mildly acceptable? Let's... Lady boy lyrics. I got to look that up. That was from uh, Rammstein's lead singer. RuPaul has a song called Lady Boy, too. Ooh, it comes up before uh, Till. Let's see if Till's in there. I can't find Till's version. There it is. Lindemann. Lady boy. Hmm. Black lips, brown eyes, wet flesh, good size. So hot when it crawls, I burn for D's and holes. <laughs> lady boy, lady boy, he's my... We're playing them. All right. I've got the clean version. You do? Yeah, because we've played it before. I drown in my meat in D's and holes. <laughs> oh See, this exists in the world, and it's not going to make anybody lose their mind. Let's talk about something important, the Hilarious. Chappelle thing. Hilarious. I don't want this to go away either. Hilarious. He's my lady boy. This is a guy who loves it. Yeah. They'd probably be mad about it because they called him a lady boy. But it doesn't rhyme otherwise. You can't have, he's my transgender toy boy. He's my lady boy toy boy. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, let's do it. Till Lindemann's lady boy for all the controversy. And I don't understand why Sage Steele can't say that she loves her white family without getting kicked off at ESPN. Right. <laughs> because... She just questioned, like, as a person who can relate to Barack Obama, which I can't as far as white parent, nope. black parent. Nope. Thinking, like, she found it strange that he clicked just black. Okay. From her perspective, that was odd. She comes from the same exact background and said, I just Maybe found there it wasn't weird. another box to check. A half or buy. There's always. There's always can other. Can you check two? Can you check two boxes? Black no. and white? I think there's well, sure, other. Sure. Like you But do it. That's what I'm hey, saying. Nobody's going to. And I don't know why anybody's asking. Like the census. I think he put it on the census. Oh, is that talking. what she's talking about? It was on some kind of paper. You know, if it was me, said. and I'm speaking completely without the knowledge of what it would be like, I'd go by which one I looked more like. So if I'm Barack, I'm, I'm definitely Xing out black. It has nothing oh, to do yeah, with yeah, who yeah. I love more. Yeah. Just what do I look most like? You know, because like right now, I can say, oh, my dad was black, but look at me. Nobody's buying right. that. So I click white on those. Or if you're a ginger black, well, you know, what do you... Well, I mean, you know. Like, what are you doing outside? You're going <laughs> to you, you burn up. <laughs> a ginger black is going to burn up on a 70-degree day. What's a ginger black? Those red-headed blacks. Oh, my God. I've never seen that. Yes, you 
No, I, t- I avert my eyes. I'm saying I know they exist. I just never seen it. <laughs> I can't look. <laughs> Ginger blacks. I'm hungry. <laughs> Sounds like something I should just snap. Like a delicious or, mm, snack food. I just want a box of ginger blacks. <laughs> oh. No, they, they would never put ginger blacks as a thing to click on the census. That's what Blake Griffin puts down. Yeah, is he ginger black? Is that what that is? I think he is. Yeah. I just thought he was just kind of light. He's got a little ginger going. Anyway, I know Andy Dalton is ginger. And if he had black skin, I'd have nightmares. I don't think that's a real thing. It looks like cartoon hair. You see him on the side. He's line. an odd looking man. But, uh, yeah, so I don't, I, you know, I, X two boxes on the census, I'm both. But I think the census has like a thousand options. Well, yeah, and then subcategories. So, like, if you if you were to check African American mm-hmm. or even white, you've got like three other subcategories that they want to find out about. Like, I don't remember that. If well. you're white, are you Caucasian? Are you of Latino descent? Are you not of Latino descent? I fired through that census so fast, I'm not sure I spelled my name right. They got they counted you. I, of course, I wanted to get counted, but yeah. I, I knocked that thing out like. That's all nobody. you need to do is be counted. Yeah. It supposedly helps with money. You're not throwing the curve off. Counted. If you put <laughs> no. the wrong thing down. I didn't do it a few years ago because I thought it was intrusive. No, that's why I was kind of the spokesman here at the station for right. it because I was like, I don't that. really like the. I don't need them knowing how many people live in here. I just, it felt weird to me, and then I did some research on it, and I'm like, oh, I see. It's it good. For a lot of it programs. actually really is good. It's a little intrusive still, but it's not as fear-based as I kind of was about it. But I did, I honestly took so that, I took that test. accurately, but don't put your name on it. No, I, well, that's true, too. I took that test, uh, the census, like I did in high school when I was doing well in a class, and I just didn't care. Like, yep, 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 yep. How much do you make this much? That I don't play, that I don't play with. What's the income in this household? I will put down the lowest one. Because if we're, if we're manipulating money to districts... You start cranking out that you make this much dough. I just lied on it. Is that okay? I don't know if that's legal. Is that all right? Yeah, I don't. You know, is, it, is it a red flag the other way? Yeah, I didn't then swear. Also, well, oh, wait yeah. a minute. He's saying he checked off. Maybe. You know, if, you're, if you're thinking about it, oh, I checked it off too high. I just don't think it's anybody's business what I make. You know what I make. You're the government. You know what I make. I didn't swear under the penalty of perjury that the thing on the census was going to... It was on the internet, for God's sakes. It was like doing a poll of like football logos. I took it as seriously as that. I filled it out. That made up a couple of stories in there. Like, my name is Tiffany. I don't need to know the real truth. All right, are you ready? Lindemann, ladyboy. I like this. Ladyboy. And it's clean, you say? Yep. You sure? Yeah. We've the played it before. D's and holes parts? Uh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems a little bit graphic. Nah, it's about <laughs> dirt holes. No, it's not. You don't know that. It does burn for... Well, we'll say it's about you. If it isn't. Okay. Here it is. It's Till Lindemann's Lady Boy for Dave Chappelle. It's 98 KUPD. Uh, it's White Zombie right there. Uh, oh, grab it. Jeremy's out this morning and he's doing his uh, darndest. This is it. Jeremy's not going to be any more of our van guy. He's not. He's not. Uh, this is, he's got a new gig. He's got a new job somewhere else, making more money, doing more things, making piles, well deserved, cash. doing what he's great at, which is chopping up sound, edits, all that stuff. We're gonna miss old Jer. He'll still be around, but he can't be here in the week. This is it. It's a farewell to Jeremy. A farewell to the old man. It's like tearing down those Confederate statues, you know? we got to get rid of Jeremy now. It's just a woke... We can't have Jeremy wandering around looking the way he does, like some southern general from the Civil War. 
We got to tear them down. Start all over. Are they going to make you shave at your new job, Jeremy? No. No? They're going to allow you to look like this? What? Listen, okay, that's the pot calling the kettle black, pal. Oh, no, I don't, look, 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 it's not about being ugly. I never said anything about that. I'm saying about being a Civil War general. It's it's off-putting. Northern general. Yeah, you keep saying that. Secondly, I trimmed the beard up for the new job. It's looking clean. It does. You look clean. You're good. And and this is it for you. We're done with you after today. No, tomorrow. Well, I, I get the squares and stuff. This is it for, like, the people, the van and stuff like that. Well, yeah, for now. Yeah, I'll be yeah. around, though. <laughs> you're going to steal the van. She's being very noncommittal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm trying to say goodbye in the best possible way, but it sounds like you're going to be here next week, so screw this. What's, <laughs> what's the point, man? It's silly. Hey, man, I haven't started that other job yet. That's I don't a good count point. chicken for the eggs hatch, That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's right. Well, like, like Fire and Woody on Friday. We're not allowed to talk about that because there's still time on the clock. But Woody's out as of Friday, totally fired by the entire company. Can't have him here anymore. Won't tolerate, but we're not allowed to announce that because uh, it's trouble. There's still time on the clock. We're throwing Gatorade on the coach. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I just heard him. He's on right now. Jug's ready. Yeah, I went down the uh, went down the hall there to grab a, a soda pop out of the vending machine and heard the Woody show. That's the only time I've ever heard it. Said Phoenix. Yeah, you're the only one hearing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the only one. Like you could, there was a noticeable disturbance in the the broadcast as I entered their orb. But yeah, so farewell to Woody, but we're not going to bring that up yet. Hasn't been announced. Uh, Happy Valley Road and 35th Avenue, that's where Jeremy is. And he's not the new Woody show. People saying, is it the new job Jeremy's taking there? Although, probably could do just as well, if not better. Because coming in 20th place ain't easy. That's harder work than being in first, I think. If someone said, I tell you, I can guarantee you it wouldn't be worse. I can't guarantee it'd be better, but it wouldn't be worse. I, I completely agree. I don't know how you come in 20th place with uh, the full-strength signal. I don't know how you do it. I've discussed it with people here in the building. I'm like, look, I don't understand 20th place. We could try and tank this show. I wouldn't come in 20th just because it's so wide-reaching. When he would go in there with the Jair squares every Friday? I would participate in that. That sounds fun. I would host the Jair squares, and you could do all the voices of Civil War (laughs) ghosts. Uh, Happy Valley Road, 35th Avenue. KUP Deployment is what he's got going on. He's at the Safeway this morning. Thanks to Safeway for always welcoming us uh, for the KUP Deployment. Uh, What we're doing out there this morning is uh, getting stuff for the troops so we can mail it out to them, the ones that are overseas, uh, mostly throughout the holidays, that are right here from Arizona. They're still all over the globe. And uh, even though the wars are somewhat over, I use quotey fingers on that, they're still out there doing stuff for us that we don't even know about. Take it for granted. This is when we really need to step up for those troops that are out there because we're honestly, majorities of, uh, who aren't you know, family members of a troop, completely out of sight, out of mind. We're not even thinking about it. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Because it feels yes. safe. It feels like, ah, they're probably in some cushy barracks and stuff. No, that lady that emailed me last week said my son's off to Iraq. Got a seven-month seven mission. Months, right? Seven months in the desert. And it isn't just sitting in some cushy building. He's still in Iraq. So uh, we got to get those guys some things. Jeremy, what do you got? What's today? What, what do you want to do on your uh, your farewell van? What's the item you want to get? Let's do uh, the little mini uh, travel size foot powders and uh, toothpaste. Toothpaste and foot powder. Yeah, I thought you said toothpaste too. Uh, yeah. So if you donate, I got some Caesar uh, tickets. I got Dropkick Murphy tickets and Skillet tickets. Donate and ask, and you shall receive. Wow, you got a whole load of tickets to give away. So if anybody donates and uh, you've got the tickets in hand while supplies last, Jeremy will hand them out. How is uh, how's Mercury in retrograde and her friend doing? 
Uh, I don't know, man. They're, they're talking to each other. There's been some crying. There's been some laughing. I mean, we've gone through the full gambit of uh, stuff over here. The emotions are flowing out there this morning. Well, uh, and you got to think. Well, of... they were excited that they got the tent up by themselves. That was the first thing I was told. So I knew we were off to a great Wahoo! start. The tent... We did it. The tent going up with two people is the easiest job on the planet. Yeah. I well, miss. I'll say that this planet. That girl knows a lot about Mercury. Putting a tent up is difficult, but Mercury gets in her way sometimes. Uh, talk to her about that and get me some information, Jeremy. Uh, Safeway, happy, happy Valley Road and 35th Avenue. Go say goodbye to our Civil War Jeremy. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. There you go. It's Jeremy heading out. 35th Avenue. Happy Valley. He's out there now, and you can see the girls uh, from Mercury. Not the Mercury. Girls who actually, I think, lived on Mercury. Maybe they can give you a reading. You might be right there. <laughs> you know, there's a reason that whole 70% of the dollar thing happens. No man who's ever put up a $100 Walmart uh, shade tent has celebrated it when he's done. In fact, most guys who put one of those up, is up they're upset that it took them as long as it did. I used to have one of those things. And I, I, I would, like, try to race to see how fast I could get that thing popped up. And some days were faster than others, and those slower days were well over par and upset me quite don't quite you see the randall hundred dollar pop-up tent those all those are well he has to get the logos put on them you can go buy a, a you know the shade the ones that are right all the, the best the best thing about those is that if you i thought it would be a good idea i have like a dog run area and i thought my riding mower would be i, I hated squeezing it through the gate it was it was impossible to get through my gate to get my mower through there but it could happen but it was like such a thing so like, i'll put up one of those pop-up tents those shade things, and I'll park it in the dog run on a little cement platform. Yeah. This is perfect. I build my own little temporary garage for my riding mower. The day I put that thing in, a monsoon hits. I go outside. It looked like robots had blown up. Oh, yeah. They bend and twist, and the slightest bit of wind turns those things into an erector set. Like, just somebody spilled Legos all over the place. I'm like, what happened to this thing? Top was torn, and I'm like, all right. I had another one, and I'm like, well, evidently I did something wrong. So dumbass John put it right back together. <laughs> Within a few days, I had another mess in my backyard. <laughs> Try throwing one of those away. When the legs oh, are bent, so, when the legs are bent, you can't put it back into its tidy little yeah, thing. Yeah, unless you can figure out a way to cut it up. I bent it until it would break, and then I just had a bigger mess on my hands. Yeah, they're they're kind of a pain in the ass. But what are you? Gonna do? The girls got theirs out this morning, and it's a big celebration out there at 35th Avenue and Happy Valley. Uh, it's time now for all the news only Brady knows, and it's already week five of the football season. Big one tonight. You got the Seahawks and Rams. Yep. That's actually a really good Thursday night game. Yeah, that's a really good game. Uh, Hooters and Mick Ultra bring you the Brady Report, and they give you headquarters for all the football action. You can stay up to date, your fantasy players as well, and enjoy specials, including the Mick Ultra draft, right there at Hooters. And then you say, hey, Hooters. Thanks for this Brady Report. Brady reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy Hi. National Frappe Day. A Frappe. Stop. For the Seahawks. Yeah, it's for Seattle Seahawks. Frappe? Frappe. Isn't that just foamy coffee? I don't know what a frappe is. I thought the frappe was the frozen one. Is the it? slushy one. That's a milkshake. Yeah. I don't know what I think they call it. The, isn't that the one they call the frappe? What's a frappe? Frappuccino. Oh, oh frappuccino. Okay. But what's a frappe by itself? I think frappe's whipping it up like you're doing. Oh, yeah, I thought it was just a foamy coffee. Nope. Greek iced coffee drink it's made iced. from instant coffee. It's just coffee and ice and whipped cream. So I was... Yeah, we're all kind of right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's fruity no matter what. 
Yes. Be a man. Drink a cup of coffee. Drink a soda. It's got less sugar. <laughs> don't don't get frapped. Yeah, don't be a man walking around. If you've got whipped cream on a drink before noon. Good, my frappe. Give me frappe. You have whipped. You have you have a dessert topping on your beverage to start the day. You're gonna get fat. That's why you like the. Uh, I get the mochas from Starbucks. Yeah. Just put the cap on there. You can't see that I have whipped cream. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. No, you it's can. all over your face. Nope. <laughs> when you're buried in it. <laughs> nope. Num, 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 if num, you num, have whipped cream, do you get whipped cream drinks in the morning? Uh, when I get the mocha, no yeah, the hot mocha, yeah. It just seems so early for that. <laughs> it's like a piece of apple pie. Like if I just started eating a piece of apple pie right in front of you, I brought this from home. You're like, what are you doing? It just seems like the wrong time of day. <laughs> When's the right time of day for whipped cream? Apple whipped cream? D- dessert after dinner. It doesn't seem no. maybe in the daytime apple if you're having a Sunday. 24 it's hour. Been, it's apple been part pie of waffles. Is nice, but it is not something you bring to work. It's been part of waffles, pancakes, and French toast forever. I know, but I don't. You don't right. bring a pie to work? I don't bring you like, <laughs> I, like yeah, you just don't bring to work. If you're at home and you got apple pie in the fridge, you can crank into that a little bit. But if I just wrapped up an apple pie and brought it what with in, take? intentions. Pop tart? Or, and no, then, I'll just take that apple pie. Then you see me go <laughs> with the whipped cream and I'm making a real piece. The guy's out of his mind. There's just certain social norms and that's not one of them. See that uh, Jerry's eating apple pie and has a milkshake with whipped cream on it. It's eight in the morning. Yeah, something ain't right with it. I don't trust you eating whipped cream and dessert toppings on your way to work. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Ten people have died inside the White House in its 221 years. No kidding. Includes two presidents. Rutherford B. Hayes. William Henry Harrison. That one dude who died like 90 days after. Zachary Taylor. Yeah. We say o'clock because in the 13th through 17th centuries, clocks were prominent. So when someone was telling you the time from a clock and not a sundial or just guessing, they'd say, it's four of the clock. Right. And that became o'clock. O'clock. Kellogg's picked the name Pop-Tarts because Andy Warhol, Warhol's uh, pop art yeah. movement was huge. Sure. They introduced the product in the 1960s. Plus, they pop out of a, a toaster. Yeah. Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Pop-Tart just released a Eggo waffle flavor. Pop-Tart. Huh? Isn't an Eggo waffle? It's basically a... Uh, it's its own Pop-Tart. Yeah, Pop-Tart it's a, it's the with a frosted maple syrup, but oh, it's a buttery yellow crust. I'll try Reminiscent of the I'm Eggo waffle. pancake in a cup guy. Yeah, I'll you like... That. You like desserts for breakfast. You got your big whipped cream drink to start today. They'll be in stores in December. Damn it. I never really thought of that, though. Well, if, I got, if I showed up to work with a milkshake and an apple pie, you'd be like, John's lost his mind. Isn't it weird that it, that's all it would take? What are you doing? I thought I'd get a big, fat vanilla shake and some apple pie to start today. I pulled over for it. Didn't bring it from home. I went and got it. It's odd. Watertown, Massachusetts is a suburb of Boston. And they're asking people to keep their pumpkins inside this year or put out plastic ones instead. Because as the town's health director says, jack-o'-lanterns are like candy to rats. Oh, boy. They've got a lot of construction going on, which is driving more rats out. So that's one reason they're asking people to keep the pumpkins inside. But the other issue in the areas is because of COVID. Partly a lot of restaurants were closed down during the pandemic. And the rats that used to hang out there had to migrate to other spots to find the food. Oh, so they're mobile the rats, rats. If you have the real pumpkin lanterns out there. They spread out. Oh, they love it. Do you do a real pumpkin every year? 
We guys um, go fakes. We did last year. To me, that's the only fun part of the Halloween decorations. Yeah, I agree. We had a good run. Last year, we didn't do anything, obviously. I don't remember last year. It's fun. Always you want to try to go through a thing where you have a name carving the pumpkin. Carving the pumpkin is the best part of Halloween. I don't understand throwing all that stuff in your house. That just seems like work twice. Last year in our neighborhood, Halloween was the first time that people did things. Yeah. Like everybody that came to, they were in masks already. So we put put our bowl out on a table so that we weren't near them and said, hey, come up and grab what you want. A female rat, by the way, typically has six litters a year with five to ten babies per litter. Yikes. Each one of those babies can start reproducing within five weeks. Just got a text from a guy who showed me a picture of his frat because I know it's gay, but they're delicious. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I, I love milkshakes. I just think it's weird to order one first thing. Like I, get, I think i got to get my body jump-started on things before I can just throw a milkshake in it. You tried to wrap your head around the NFT thing? I'm, I'm, I'm done trying. You ready for this? An emerging fashion trend is clothes that don't exist. Huh? I'm not talking about a rise in nudism. Damn uh, it. <laughs> there's now a digital fashion, a digital fashion store that sells di- digital outfits. Stores simply Photoshop onto a customer's photos or videos to be posted onto social media. There's a growth potential beyond that. They could become a way for you to dress your avatar. Oh my when god! When interacting in online games, We're meeting places. Yeah, I don't want yeah, I don't for wanna. kids, gamers, and social media users. The appeal is evident. Ah, oh, it's I, just like buying skins for your. Oh uh, god! Yeah, well, I never understood it. Alex is finally out of that mode where, yeah. Dad, I need ten more uh, Fortnite bucks. For what? <laughs> but now you can buy <laughs> it to your actual. You know, I never understood that. And part. You just said they're not actual clothes, though. No, and and people are buying. That's you know, different. they're ranging from twenty five dollars to uh, hundreds of dollars for outfits. Well, that I don't understand because I when I play Red Dead Redemption and stuff, and you'd go to the store and change his yeah. clothes. I'm like, who you cares? Upgrade your leathers. Yeah, I never cared. Like, I never understood why I had to dress. John. And then all Makes I wanted you play to play better, John. That's it. It's just like a waste of the game. Like I want to go do game stuff. Why is this? Clo- like, no, you can't. You're not far enough along to get the duster. Like, I don't care what he looks like. Well, let's go kill some citizens. But the clothing thing, they do it even... I know this sounds really terrible, but I have a Wheel of Fortune on my PlayStation. Love it. Really good at it. Actually, really fun. We have Family Feud. But you can change their clothes. And the more... I have Family what? Feud, too. I don't like the Family Feud. But, yeah, you go and you... and uh, Like, if you win a certain amount of money, it's like, congratulations, you did this and this. Now you can go to the store and get new clothes. I'm like, so I can... Why? <laughs> I don't people care. get really into that. Yeah, and then there are people who dress up their avatar to have on Wheel of Fortune, which, by the way, I'm sitting in a room, usually in my underwear, pretty disgusting, playing Wheel of Fortune. But on the on wheel, it. you're you're dressed. I'm not. I, I don't. Nines. I don't. But the only real benefit of doing well is that you get more clothes from for your computer person. But if they're starting to charge people, and your kids are going to get fooled into thinking that dressing up on the if they got a closet full of clothes on their computer. I don't get the NFT thing. I understand that it's everything and all things turned digital that then become viable, tradable things. I just, I'm not smart enough to get it. A recent study published in the International Journal of Humor Research says class clowns tend to be more intelligent than other students. You said it right. I was worried that it was for human research and not humor research. (laughs) It was humor research. 
Researchers found that funny kids often are better verbal reasoning, have better <laughs> verbal reasoning skills and higher levels of general knowledge. <laughs> Those are the best moments. <laughs> so there you have it. So smarter kids make sentences. <laughs> now, <laughs> to boil it to down. To boil it down. Those kids say sentences. They make words good. <laughs> I'll add this in. Being funny at 40 doesn't necessarily mean you're super smart. All right. Well, I don't so, it, so it uh, retrogrades? The lead author says that. Shooting arrows at me for some reason. <laughs> no, I'm just oh, saying. said that kind of in a That means my verbal tone. skills go away the right. older you get. But you're still smart. Yeah. John, I'm curious. Is Jeremy really Woody? I think it's. I don't think it's coincidence that they're both leaving, leaving at, at the, the same, same time. time. It's a good point. Both their last days are tomorrow. Hmm. Jeremy's still going to do stuff here on the weekends. He's just got a day job. Uh, by the way, holy yes, John, I just clicked. Jeremy is the new mayor of Twinktown and taking over for Woody. Just announce it already. <laughs> if I could, I would. The only thing I can't announce is that Woody won't be here after tomorrow. That's the only thing I'm not allowed to say. I don't even know what's happening over the you guys are the ones who told me about it. I didn't I wasn't privy to that information in the building and there's a reason why. I'll talk about it. There's a guy in California that's suing a psychic for fraud. I don't know why. Well, you can do that before. They should see it coming too. Sophia Adams is a psychic. And um, the guy uh Mauro Restrepo is his name. He contracted her for $5,100. Jesus. He's an She idiot. would remove the curse from his ex-girlfriend. Oh, right. <laughs> so he put a down payment, a deposit of $1,000 and would help with his marriage. Because his ex-girlfriend was haunting his marriage? I guess so. Yeah. Well, it didn't work out. He suffered anxiety and sleepless nights. and Because of the curse? Yeah, he's asking for $25,000 in damages. But uh, the Psychic Love Specialist by Sophia, that's the name of the business. She's good. Saying we weren't done with it. Right. Put a deposit. I'm not doing anything illegal. It takes time to get those curses off, especially when you're a borderline schizophrenic lunatic psychic. This might be the only time I side with a psychic, though. You're the one that signed up. If you drop a grand at a psychic, it's not her fault anymore. She's she's a shyster going in. If you buy into it the second you walk in the door and say the psychic's going to remove the... You're the crazy one. If a, if a person tells you, you know, the problem with your marriage is this, you're, you're cursed by your ex-girlfriend. Her witchcraft got involved, and I can get rid of that for a fee. You're the, you need to sue your parents for not giving you enough smarts to understand when you're being bamboozled. Yep. You're suing a psychic. And by the way, let's just cut to the chase. Ask the psychic how this ends, and then let's just exchange the cash. Because why, why tie up the legal system with all the paperwork when she and knows how this, this ends anyway? Yeah, and then sign this form. When it doesn't end that way, I get my money back. Hey, I'm going to play psychic right now. If you ask a psychic you're suing, hey, I'll forego all this if you just tell me how it ends. I guarantee 100% of psychics win their case. Very, very rarely would the psychic go, yeah, it turns out you get awarded all the money. That would be a real psychic, but pretty sure all the psychics are going to say, I came out victorious in the end, as it turns out. If you go to a psychic, you're not, like, lawyers shouldn't take the case. You should never be allowed to sue a psychic because you're basically a moron and trusting your future to something that isn't real. I asked this ghost what should happen that I invented in my head, and he led me down the wrong road. You're a lunatic. There's no difference. Psychics are scams 
and the second you pay one, it should. It, there is a law they should have though. It should say for novelty purposes only, and you should sign that. That should be it. And if the psychic charges you a thousand dollars, they've got paperwork that says, "Look, you knew this was a parlor trick going in." The paperwork says right here, none of this stuff's real. It's all for novelty purposes. Psychics know they're not real. Actually, they don't. They think they've got a power. Robert Sowell was arrested Monday evening on felony charge and booked into the Pinellas County Jail. That's in Florida. Locked up on $10,000 bond. He uh, sent a lady a video text on September 29th describing in sign language, I'll kill you, okay? I'll kill you. He did it in sign language, and the lady was a little rattled at the mobile home park they were living in. Uh, because he thought she was stealing his mail. Oh. But um, the landlord there said he hasn't paid on his mobile home for a couple of months. He and his girlfriend, they're just getting ready to get him an eviction notice. But he did sign that he would kill some. Yeah. I think you're allowed to I'll do kill that. you, okay? I'll kill <laughs> okay. you. And you look at the guy. It's Mr. Okay. It's a legit threat. I'll kill you. I'm like, okay. I don't want this guy okay. around. Oh, he's Tyson Fury for yeah. God's sakes. Yeah, you don't want this dude throwing sign language threats your way. Any threats. By the way, it's 8 o'clock on the dot. Today's word, retrograde. You have an hour to figure that out. Retrograde. Not the day, John. One word. One word, that's right. 97936, retrograde. Because uh, the girl that we talked to this morning at 5, 10 a.m., her day was already ruined because Mercury was in retrograde. And that's the positive attitude we're looking for to fire into the sunrise. Retrograde. We don't know what it means either, but it's a thing chicks talk about. I've got some pee-pee poo-poo news. Okay. Hello, my friends. Still playing Ladyboy over there. It's on a a loop. You're looping Ladyboy. Ladyboy on a loop. (laughs) Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your pee-pee poo-poo news. Some lady near Cleveland caught her mailman peeing on her mailbox last month. (laughs) Wasn't the first time he's done it. She recently moved Isn't into it a time new apartment. To examine that fact if that happens. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, always examine somebody yeah. pissing on your stuff. What do you mean? Well, no, once. No, find out what his problem is. Once you don't have to. I'll give you one more chance to piss on my stuff. You've done it again. Once, mailman pissing on my house is gonna get fired like by five that day. Hey, I caught uh, one of your employees peeing. Well, how many times? That's not uh, up for debate. Here, once yeah. is once is a thousand times too many. Well, it went down like this. She she moved into a new apartment, and her landlord told her there was an ongoing issue with a mailman who wouldn't stop peeing on their mailboxes. Yeah. When she saw him do it, she confronted him. Yeah. He hadn't even zipped up yet. His junk was still in full view. He's still dripping. It's not clear if he <laughs> peed on the base of the mailbox or further up the post, but he started uh, yelling at her and poured out a bottle of water to basically soil the... Oh, to wash it off. Well, at least he was at least a little bit uh, empathetic towards it. So he's not burning the grass? Right. She called the cops. Only female pee burns grass. That's true, ladies. Sorry to break it to you, but if you pee in the yard, you kill the grass. We can pee all over it, and it actually helps. She called the cops who tracked the mailman down, and before they even asked him a question, he told them he just spilled his water bottle. Out of of his dick. He's not lying. And they're like, "Mm, I don't know about that. He, He denied the whole thing. Said the allegation, she's crazy. She might be. The cops said the mailbox still smelled like urine. 
that could inside be, of that could public be dogs. indecency. That could be dogs. We need some footage on that. Protect the mailman. You remember, in the 80s and 90s, going postal was the school shootings of its day. You don't want these people riled up again in this day and age. You imagine the damage they'll do? If average Joes have gone around shooting up Walmarts and stuff like that, if the Postal Service decides to go nuts again, they're the ones putting bombs in your house. They got access to your front door. You don't want to piss the mailman off. Although I will say I did a little bit when I told them they were all dirty and they cleaned it. Oh, there goes one. A man in Taiwan named Yi recently wore himself out cleaning. So he decided to take a nap, took his clothes off, and laid down on the floor. But at some point, he was woken up by a sharp pain in his groin. He looked down and saw a centipede on his junk. Apparently, it had bitten his no, no. bag. No. Yeah. And he crushed it with his fist, but it was still latched onto the bag. <laughs> he it was hanging on, so it tied in. It oh, yeah. In. The ta- the, uh, he went wrecking the mandibles. his own junk. The I'm mandibles were in the skin. I'm going to tie one of these racket. You touch my ball sack? Did you touch my ball sack? I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Went into the hospital. That's it, Centipede. You think you got me? I got you. Wrecking her. Ow! Wait a minute. He got patched up. Here's the twist. Yeah. Patched up? How hard was he punching? <laughs> he had Angelo Dundee in his corner. Or how big well, was because the, the mandibles mouth. were into the, must have torn into the bag enough oh where they had to patch it up. Yikes. So Some his- of those centipedes are... Pretty leaf. This must be one of those Asian type bugs that we don't have here. Yeah, the big size of a thigh, six incher. Well, yeah, well, six inches in thigh. That's that's bigger than everything down there. Yee's insurance company contacted him and told him that he was entitled to a payout due to the bite. Homeowner's insurance. Unclear how much he got, but they covered his loss of income while he recovered. He missed work because he got bit in the dick. Yeah. Man, that's a centipede. That thing was carving them up. They're like exterminators there. I'm gonna wreck it. I'm wrecking that. I'm doing it. Wrecking it. Look at that thing, Brady. I don't know if this is the one, but yeah, this this is an Asian Uh, centipede. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, it can do some. That didn't wake him crawling up his leg. It got to his balls before he woke up. Ah. Mark, did you have one of those on you when you were in country? When you were in country? <laughs> when you were in the... Was that under the table ever? No, right here in the upper right. Oh, my God. In your surprise game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So just one lady boy. Never one of those. Never a centipede. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that pincher. Mark's got a great story about that. I don't know that he participated. The lady boy? There's a lady boy under the table. Was it the smile game? Yeah. Dude starts smiling, you know, that the ladyboy's working on him, but they didn't know it was a ladyboy. <laughs> Centipede is the size of my forearm. That's your pee-pee poo-poo news. I don't think I'd ever go to sleep in that country. No. And I know for a fact it wouldn't get to my nutsack before I actually woke up. Oh, God, up. no. And if at any... God, I'm moving from any place that has a, a bug that can anchor onto your balls and then you miss work. How about any part of your body? Not like, just I had balls. hip surgery and I missed a day. This guy was out for <laughs> how long? I don't know. A while. And then insurance Enough to get in. uh, reimbursed. They took some of my bones out. I actually missed two days. One was just a rest day. And this guy's missing tons of work. If I can't you, imagine how much that had to hurt. If you had 
Yeah, three or four staples in his nads. Oh, God. Okay, hold You're on. You're not oh, going in for a couple Lord. of days. Lord. Yeah, oh, no, I'm missing work. I'm not okay. going to. Oh, Jesus, what's so, that? Uh, is that Earth or Mordor? This is uh, what we have in our backyards here. We do? The giant desert centipede. Who's we? Arizona. I've never Everybody. seen anything like that. One of those centipedes has a nasty That's bite. from the tip of the thumb past the guy's wrist. Yep. Is it like five inches long? At least. He's got a couple of those. From here to here. Yeah, this is from the University of Arizona Cooperative Extension oh. in Yavapai County. Tucson. <laughs> of course they Where's Yavapai County? I don't know. That's University of Arizona study. It's wrong. Yikes. That is, uh, and that can latch onto your nutsack. I just want to thank Jeremy from Hunter Pest Control for keeping They can me... reach eight and a half inches, John. Typically are often six inches in length. I tell people that all the time. I can't reach Look that, at that, but I talk about it. <laughs> oh, I can hit eight and a half inches on a good day. Six inches of centipede crawling up my leg is going to wake me. You better and hope. if you're out, like drugged out, it probably could finish off your bag. I don't in 10 care. Minutes. Look, I don't care how drugged I am. That crawling up my leg wakes me. I'd have to be anesthetized for that not to get me. And if I am, hopefully there's a surgeon nearby that's going to brush that giant centipede off my thigh before it latches into my sack. The other thing, after uh, you know, you put some work in cleaning the house. Sure. You don't take your clothes off completely naked and lay down for a nap. <laughs> well, that's do pretty. You? He didn't On do a very floor. good job cleaning, by the way. Yeah. Because there's, there's like a nine-foot Maybe left the door snake. open to air it out. Oh, so clean. Now lay down for a little while with Borsak Akimbo. Oh, that's nice. So clean. You're not, that, you're not that clean when a bug crawls up and tries to eat your testicles. You missed a spot. Congratulations to Travis Ludlow, British teenager. Became the youngest person to circumnav- circumnavigate the globe solo. He took off. Take that, Amelia Earhart. At 18 years old in 150 days. He went around the globe in 44 days. In a boat or just walking? Plane. He took yeah, he did the Earhart version. Yep. Stops in Poland, Russia, <laughs> yep. the U.S., Canada, Greenland, Iceland, Britain, Ireland, Ugh. Spain, Morocco, France, Belgium. Jeez, he's bouncing then all back over. to the Netherlands. He took off in the Netherlands and he came took back the in 44 route. days. The bumpiest route you can take. His plane, look, I saw a little picture of him in the cockpit. And all I'd do is fly around the equator because it seems like the weather would never be bad. Hurricanes, man. Yeah, you can get over them by then. You think? take off in like Dallas and then shoot south towards the Tropic of Capricorn and stuff. Or we have cancer. Which one's the northern? Whichever one. Down in that cancer's m- northern. Down in that nice region. It stays nice all the way around the world. Bermuda that. Triangle. That's not really. <laughs> you just float around that area there, where the weather's. You know, they have hurricanes and stuff, but it's no, nice. Bermuda's constantly in retrograde. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Stupid Mercury. Retrograde's the word, by the way. Nine seven six three five. What is it? Nine seven seven. What is it? I nine, forgot. Seven nine three. There six. it is. Nine seven nine three six. Forgot <laughs> it. A lot of numbers in my head. Uh, John, I got bit by an Arizona centipede on the waistline one time up in Camp Verde. That's where our family go camping and see them all over the place. Uh, I, on the waistline. How do you let it get to your waistline? I, they must be stealth. Sitting down? Sitting down on the ground? Somebody maybe? sent me a YouTube you video. You didn't see any of those on your uh, Verde River adventures or anything? I did not, no. I've never seen them. I've lived here for 30 plus years. I've never seen one of them. Plus, you got to roll the over river, logs and stuff yeah. like out in the woods. If they're in the bark. river, Brady, I'm mm. running anyway. Yeah. Mm. 
They're not around the river. They're Somebody sent me a video. It says, 14 minutes it bites. It's that dude that gets bit by bugs show. Oh, that guy. I kind of think he's a knob. Yeah. You got to, I think you have to seek that out or your house is filthy. Got a couple of quick radio videos. First one is a couple um, in a little recreation park where there's a little, remember the old spring toys? They used to have like you could ride on the horse. And oh, yeah, like, it would bounce and yeah, wobble and bobble around. This is more like a, a heavy bag on a spring. So it's just a pommel horse, yeah. basically. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, there's a heavy bag. Oh! <laughs> so he's got his girlfriend on one side, and he's hugging the other. So it's basically they're hugging this big heavy bag. Yeah. And it's on a spring, and it goes boing, boing. She falls off or gets off. He goes backwards and then lets go, and it, it knocks her cold. One punches. <laughs> I mean, she takes a shot. Boom! <laughs> These are unsafe toys. Oh, oh man, does she hit that's a keeper. Next one is the tourist. Um, I'm saying uh, where the macaque monkeys are. Sure. Wherever Maybe um, macaque. Oh, the macaque. It's uh, Bangkok, Georgia. Right? Oh. Albany. Yeah. And the monkeys visit her. Do a little lap dance oh, yeah. for Albany. Yeah, they're up there. I don't know where Oh, they just start humping <laughs> on this girl's lap. On her lap. Do they ever? Did he finish? Yeah, the old man finished. Oh, man. <laughs> this cute little European girl just said, are they posing for photos? Yes. So that's that guy's pet monkeys. It just goes and humps on first laps. I wonder what he's pulling and he, out. And then he, he reaches in and pulls something out of the other monkey. His birth control oh, device. Yeah, like, oh. oh, his rubber fell off. It's like, oh, I gotta get out. Well, you know, they start at age, those monkeys, so at least they're keeping it safe. <laughs> he reaches up and pulls something out. You see it drop to the ground? Yes, it is graphic. Yuck. Show it again. All right. He's humping it's, her on the... It's a tooth. He didn't lose a tooth. Oh, I see. Someone's throwing stuff at him. But... Oh, no, it. something yeah, comes out of her. He grabbed it. <laughs> We just saw, I think, that, is that a macaque cream pie? Oh. Did I just? Oh. Those are delicious, by the way. I like to start my morning with a frappe macaque cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a macaque chili dog. Oh, no, you know, <laughs> as a tourist, that's the worst day of your life. Mercury definitely in retrograde that day. And then these monkeys came on my chest and, oh, my God, it was the worst day. They gave me a chili dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard me. Yeah. That's a pretty good story, though, but when he pulls out... Well, I don't know what that little monkey's doing at the end of that. And now I will live with the never-ending fear of seven-inch centipedes biting my balls. John, much like scorpions, they glow in the black light here in AZ. And yes, Brady, they are mostly underneath rocks. Yeah, was, where do they live, though? That's what I said. I'm like gonna... desert, deep desert? Uh, like, what, like, is it just... Are we have them around here? I've never seen one before. Probably around. Uh, we roll out a yeah, mat getting some on of those our, washes. Yeah. And, ugh. We roll out an outdoor mat on our campsite, rolling it up and rolled one into it. <gasps> I always thought they were kind of harmless, too. Don't you have to really mess with them yeah, to get Yeah. Yeah. Megan stepped on a caterpillar once in Sedona in the outdoor shower, and it stung her. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's got the little yeah, it's thing. Like barbs all over. Her foot turned into this like watermelon. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> We're done. You're deformed. What? 
Yeah, if that stays. You've got an hour to cure that. Or... It's like I have to go. <laughs> little go in there. There's adorable little green caterpillars in the outdoor shower. I mean, it's like the size of my thumb. Tiny little guy. He's like, oh, sorry about that. He stepped on me. <laughs> he was alive still. And then it was my job to get him out of there. But I'd seen the damage he'd done. I left it. It's a danger of an outdoor shower. shower. Yeah. We have an indoor shower, too. It's adorable to try that outdoor one. That was the same time because it had a glass door back into the regular part of the room. And uh, you, can, you can't really see from the outdoor shower into the room. And I was trying to give the warning that the maids had come in. <laughs> Do one of these yeah. with my hands. Like, hey. And she can't see it. Stay back. Yeah. She pressed him up against the glass. And the maids were in the back of the room. I don't know if they saw oh, it. it and I just ran over and like, hey, there's people in the room. Don't do that. What? They can see in? Oh, yeah. I can't see you guys. Yeah, all right. Keep the... Uh, what I'm going to tell you next, keep your <laughs> off the window slot. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's 816. Uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report brought to you by Hooters and Mick Ultra. It's 98 KUPD. Breaking Benjamin right there. It's 831. And yes, we are uh, in the center of handing you guys cash all the time. Jeremy is out there this morning. I wonder if he's out there right now. Uh, you guys can go visit him. He's doing the, uh, what is it, the KUP deployment thing. And he's out at 35th Avenue and Happy Valley. Jeremy, if you're available, please. Mercury could be in the way. He's got helpers today. He's got girl helpers. But uh, Jeremy's uh, collecting for the troops out there at the Safeway on 35th and Happy Valley. And if you want to check him out. Well, then gosh darn it all. Head on over there. Do the right thing. Jeremy said, uh, what was he looking for? Foot powder and toothpaste today. Little touch of home. Stuff that they can't get uh, regularly where they're sitting. And we'd love to hear the from travel size. There's Jeremy's right there. Jeremy, are you there? I'm here, sir. Hello, love. Uh, and it's Jeremy's last day in the van, by the way, unless he gets fired from his new job somewhere else and has to come slinking back. But, Jeremy, know this, that if that's the case, we will accept you back uh, with open arms. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I need to have uh, backup options. Yeah. And then tomorrow you'll host the Guadalupe Squares for the very last time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just realized. Did that just dawn on you when I said that, that that's it? You're done here. And we don't have a new host. Oh, you guys are going to get stuck with Toledo. I know. I'm so sorry. I need to reconsider this. Because Brett can't read. Uh, even worse than Brady, Brett can't read. Paul told me the other day, I wanted to get a, do commercials, and he goes, congratulations, now you got two assholes on your show that can't read commercials. And I'm like, because he, he has to edit all the spots, and I'm like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. Evidently, Brett's a terrible reader, uh, like beyond Brady's issues with stumbling. Uh, Brett just can't read, so he can't do it. Now what? Toledo. Ugh. We'll get something else in here. Don't worry about it. It's temporary. There, there's always options. This is worse than trying to find a host for Jeopardy. Brett's too racist. He's like Michael Richards. Uh, Brady's like LeVar Burton. He wants the job, but nobody thought it was good enough. And then, of course, you got Toledo, who's too boring for ratings. Oh, Mike, maybe Woody. He's available. We'll have Woody come down and host the squares. I mean, he's supposedly available. We're not allowed to talk about that, but as of Friday, he will be available. Anyway, Jeremy, uh, you've done a, a wonderful job for us. So uh, gladly, uh, I'm very happy that you're, you're going someplace and making more money and doing better. Good for you. Appreciate that, sir. Thank yeah, you. But uh, if you get fired, and you probably will, uh, you can come back here. I mean, the, the, the likelihood is very high. Very high. You can uh, slink back into this building anytime you want. You'll be fine. That's why I'm staying on weekends, That's Johnny. Right. you got to keep <laughs> that connection alive. Keep that foot in the door, buddy. Uh, what do you got out there right now? What's going on? 
Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff donated already. Quite a few people came by saying that they're, uh, a lady came by saying her son-in-law just got deployed over there. So like you've been saying, yeah. there is troops overseas and they are being sent out as we speak. So come drop some stuff off. We're still early on, so we're not focusing on anything in particular. So come donate. I still have a few tickets left to see their uh, skillet and dropkick Murphy's. All you got to do is make a donation and ask for the tickets, and they are yours. All right. Easy enough. 35th Avenue and Happy Valley Road. He's got a whole bunch of stuff for you. Go by, drop off for them troops that we're helping out, and, of course, uh, say hello. And then goodbye to Jeremy for now, and then uh, visit the girl. Maybe we get one of those girls to host the squares. You think either of them are qualified? I don't know if they can read either. Okay. Well, that was right. A sexist and uh, somehow racist. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Ray, white's not a race? Oh, you bigot. All right. We're done with you, Jeremy. This is why you can't work here anymore. We'll talk to you later. There you go. Bigoted, sexist Jeremy. Says women can't read. I disagree. They can read a little. Uh, yesterday, Brady, I had my uh, hip moment. Uh, not like cool 60s hip, but my uh, replaced hip moment, old man moment of the day. Uh, and I realized that I am now in a very unique group of people with their hips replaced. And it's not that, you know, it's surprising to find out how many people have had it done. There's thousands and thousands of A lot of, of artificial hips out there. Tons of them. Young people, old people, motorcycle accident people. Uh, loads of folks have tin in their body or metal at some point. Everybody I talk to is like, oh, I got 37 screws in my arm. I was talking to Eric Bryan from uh, newacunit.com. And he was telling me, he's, we were chatting, and he said, uh, what are you having done? And I told him, this is right before the surgery. And he said, yeah, he said, I got 37 uh different pieces of metal in my body right now like from what just accidents and injuries and mostly like duck work because he's in the ac business i don't know yeah, yeah he's got a lot he's got a lot of that stuff just jams it in there. but he busted his arm and they put it back together he had knees and i'm like jesus so i'm walking out of the sun's arena yesterday and again ego played a part in this i couldn't keep betty sullivan my cane i called my cane betty sullivan because her name's all over it and again in two places on this cane Betty Sullivan decided to place her name and address on the cane. Now, Betty Sullivan is would-be grandmother-in-law, I suppose, to me. She used this cane, passed it down to Megan's dad when he had a back surgery, and then he gave it to me for this thing. I only need it for walking around little bits here and there. I'm pretty good without it, but I still like it, stairs especially. Uh, but I won't take Betty Sullivan out in public because, A, everybody asks. B, it's horrible to look at. And I just don't. It's, I it's almost pulled the trigger the other day at on the a cane? pharmacy. Yeah, I saw it. I'm like, oh, I could see you because I know what's going on. Oh, you're going to buy me a cane? Yeah, I thought about it. It was a leopard print cane. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, if I could get a little pimpy with it, I'd do it. I'm not going to need it for more than a day unless I'm climbing a ton of stairs and I don't do that. But Betty has her name all over this cane. And that made me think because I've talked to people at like physical therapy. I'm like, why do they old people put their names on their canes? I was like, because they forget them all the time. And like, then they don't need the cane. That or uh, if you forget your cane, you I know don't in those need waiting your cane. rooms. You've got you know gaggles of canes over there. They grab the wrong right, one, right? For that, but she's got it on there a couple times, which I think there was a theft issue with canes. Which oh, you'd be surprised how many people leave their canes here. And I'm like, well, isn't that progress? If you walk out without your cane, yeah, you're 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 doing great. You don't need it. You don't need it really. Oh, I forgot my cane. So anyway, I got Betty Sullivan. I left her at the H and H Ranch yesterday for the sunscreen. I come out. And I see uh, Craig Fooey, Fooey on sports from ABC 15. And uh, Craig sees me walking towards him. Now, I thought I was fooling everybody. But everybody that saw me was like, hey, what's going What's wrong? I'm like, oh, I'm nothing. Why? Like, You're hobbling. I'm like, I thought I was walking pretty good. I thought I was putting on the show. It wasn't. And Fooey goes, what's going on? And I'm like, I just had my hip replaced, if you can believe it. And he goes, hey, I had both mine done. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in this group. I don't want to be in a group of people excited about having that 
You're in the club. I'm in the club. I'm in the hip club. It's a hip club, they say, Brady. That's what you would say. But the, uh, yeah, I don't want to be in that club. And I'm trying real hard, but I overdid it yesterday. I needed Betty Sullivan a lot. And then I saw some other guy and his wife as we were leaving. How's recovery going? And at that point, it wasn't going well because I needed my cane. And I'm like, I'm not doing very well right now. Thanks for asking. I've got to go. No time to chatter. You got a cane I can borrow? <laughs> got to get to cane. Can't walk. But I'm doing good today. I'm getting. I'm, I'm done with Betty. That's Sullivan's why you might on. need to upgrade, but Betty. Uh, uh, she's gone. I don't need her anymore. I don't need the cane anymore. I upgrade it to just you know as a fashion statement. But I won't walk with a cane in public. That's all arrogance and ego and all that. I won't do it. I will not do it. I tried. I started to leave the place yesterday with the cane, and I'm like, no. Left it at the H and H ranch, and I'm like, I'm gonna bravely do like what Howard Hughes did. Remember when Howard Hughes had to meet with uh, Juan Tripp of Pan Am? Yep. And then he had to meet with Alan Alda from the Senate. And he walked in, he put the cane in the thing, and he walked. And he couldn't walk, but he faked it, and he could barely move because the plane crashed. That's how I was. I didn't want people to see me as weak, but then hobbled as I left the arena yesterday. I looked weaker than I would have with a cane. So it kind of backfired on me. But I am now in the club. Hip guy. Cool. Hey, Fooey. And then I couldn't wait to get home and watch TV last night. And uh, the, I can't imagine baseball. You know, baseball Im- implemented rules to make it faster. The games are going. Last night's game was three Which to one. Is, uh, good. Is it three to one? <laughs> last night. No, most of the time, low-scoring games zip by. Last night's game was four hours and twenty minutes long. Started at five thirty, ended at like nine ten. 9.15. Couldn't believe how long this game was. I, and it's because it's just all sold commercials. Like, it's non... Every chance they get, they go to a commercial. It was miserable. And it was a great baseball game. A walk-off home run by Chris Taylor at the end. The Dodgers, who got uh, you know into this thing with 106 wins and had a, the whole season teetering on one loss that they'd be out after this... One of the, one of the all-time uh, seasons ever. And they came in second because of it. 106 wins. And they walk off and everything else, and I looked at it. I'm like, I've never been more bored in my life watching a game. That was great. A great game that's boring is weird. One-to-one. This thing should have been zipping by. And all I can think of is, before they put in all the time constraint things, they're like, we got to speed this game up. How long would that game have been? It would have been and six hours. the night hours. before, was it that long? Oh, yeah. It- These American League games last forever. I don't know if it was that long, but it was long. They're all four hours. Playoff baseball is four hours, and baseball wonders. How come nobody's watching baseball anymore? Because it's four hours long even when it's great. The bad games, when they score a lot of runs, five hours is easy in a playoff game. If you get a game like today, the Sox are playing. I think they play the Astros today. Those two teams can mash. If they go out and go eight to seven, it's just five-and-a-half-hour game. It, it's brutal. You can't. It's, it's an unwatchable product. Reviewing plays. And plus you got announcers that aren't fun, like the old Vin Scully days are gone. And it would have been great to hear Vin Scully yesterday talk about a 106-win team that might go home based on one single play-in game. Oh, Vin would have had a field day with the stories and everything. I didn't hear one good thing. Nothing. Ron Darling was boring. Yeah, so it's impossible to watch. I, you got to put bets on it. You're not going to bring um, – well, I think that's been that way for a while, getting new fans. No, they're, 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 the young people will never watch baseball again. It's going to die. If you watch Brockmire the last two seasons when they jump ahead 20 years, baseball's dead. It's gone. 
And the only way they're getting new fans is by having the changing the names of teams to more racist stuff. <laughs> the colonists is the best thing that they ever, or the colonials or whatever, where they let Native Americans buy a team and name it whatever they want. And it's just a white guy licking a bloody sword is their logo. It is the funniest. <laughs> you haven't even heard the half of it yet. Wait till you see the uniform. And then they pop the uniform on and you're like, oh my God. The hat. I want it so bad. It's just a white man licking a bloody sword. That's how they get people interested in him. Yeah, that's, it's sad. Three to one. That game should have been two hours and 30 minutes long. I don't know what they did to speed it up. Everything they've done in sports to make it better has made it worse. Replaying football, it's not working. Go back to the old way. There's catches. There's not catches. It just causes this confusion. Go back to human error. It's it's not, and it's not in an interest to make the game Right. Oh, we got to get all the calls right. You miss half of them through replay. And then the ones that aren't reviewable are a pain in the ass. I did go to the FanDuel Sportsbook yesterday at the New Suns Arena at the Footprint Place. Whew. Pretty nice. Uh, it's pretty cool. And can you see the uh, the game? No, it's there? on the other side. It's on the other it's side. It's on the it street doesn't... side of the arena, so you okay. can come in from the outside. It's open now. It's open all the time. Yeah. The FanDuel thing is open all the time. So you can go in. I was wondering if it nine to all 11. the way through. Like, nope. you know, sometimes It's a big room. Uh, it's open at 9 in the morning, closes at 11. On the weekends, it stays open till 2. And you can watch sports. And there's a 1,000 TVs. It's a cool room, bar, and it's always there. So it's on the street side. It's not on the inside arena side. So you can watch. I mean, the game's on in there, obviously. Yeah. But there's kiosks for betting. Oh, the degenerates are going to run rampant. In right now, it's for fun people who want to play and gamble and goof. Eventually, that's just going to turn into a bunch of people trying to make rent and have some food. It's not going to be. It's going to end up being like scary. Got to check it out. But right now, it's a glorious thing. Hopefully, they can keep the riffraff out. But usually, you know, two o'clock on a. If you're gambling at two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday or Friday night on sports overseas, horses are running somewhere. Soccer, horses, something. You're out of money. I don't think the well-to-do gambler is going to be out. Throwing money on ponies in Melbourne, Australia, at one ripping up his last slip on yeah. High Lie. Oh well, there's another ten thousand dollars out the door on my Brazilian bets. Well, tomorrow's another day, but it's tomorrow somewhere. What are you gonna do? Uh, it's eight forty-four, but I'm in the hip club right now. Craig Fui had both of his stuff. So the Fui. Uh, it's eight forty-five. The word is retrograde. Nine seven nine three six. You can get a thousand dollars. The dinero double down is going right now. Retrograde is today's word. One of the first words I heard today to start our glorious day from our, our beautiful little promo girl who said that Mercury was in it and the day is impossible to enjoy. So uh, we're going to change that. Mercury in retrograde means somebody's getting $1,000 in their pocket that didn't have it earlier, and you can blow it at the FanDuel Sportsbook later on about the uh, Footprint Arena. Easy enough. 97936, that's how you do it. Good luck. It's 98 KUPD. Metallica right there, uh, and uh, Jeremy's probably just now uh, shaping up and getting out of there, but uh, if you can catch him last second. Or you can help our KUP deployment right there at 98kupd.com and check out our Amazon wish list. Uh, that will work out beautifully, and you can help out the troops for the KUP deployment. I love this thing every year because I'm always kind of shocked at uh, you know all the donations that come in, all the people that help, but it also brings us great moments like Tang High on the Plex, which hopefully, again, the kids are writing their letters now. At uh, Toledo's uh, wife's school. Excuse me. And uh, we'll get some good ones because those kids, especially now. I, mean, I remember last year with a couple of them that they had drawn helicopters and stuff, blowing people up. <laughs> those are my favorite moments. Uh, people are emailing me like crazy too about um, 
uh, Ralphie May. It's Ralphie. It's a fourth anniversary yesterday going into today of the passing of our friend Ralphie, which shocked me. Last night it kind of dawned on me that that was actually real. I did it to where I looked up Wikipedia. It was October 6th. I remember standing in that room right next yep. to this one Came when I got the call from Joel. Holding your phone. And I'm like, oh, my God, Ralphie's gone. Uh, so, yeah, Ralphie made it. I wanted to do like. Now I tie that in on that day, too, because that's my dad's birthday. Oh, it's your dad's birthday of... and Ralphie's death day. <laughs> and how do I forget that? I don't... It's easy. Make one the other. My dad, my uh, grandma died on my birthday. And I always thought my dad would like have a thing about that. He doesn't. I don't, think he, I don't even think he remembers. <laughs> like July 26th, I think it was 91, she died. And uh, it was my birthday. My dad was at the, I remember, so like, hey, man, sorry, this is awful. He's like, oh, it's all right. This is your birthday. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah. This is going to be tough to have cake tonight, I think. That was 19th birthday. And I remember uh, feeling like we shouldn't do it. And we did anyway. We still had birthday stuff. And, and again, being a prick 19-year-old, I just wanted to leave. <laughs> what an asshole. My grandma died. But we all kind of knew. I had to get out of the car on the way to my grandfather's uh, funeral. Because you were... I must have had like a little panic attack or something. I was like, I can't do it. Can't and, and you're... Because I had a weird thing about how funerals were conducted. Yeah. I think we'd say in a movie where there was a uh, in-casket viewing. Ugh. I didn't want to see a dead person. And they just set you off from the side of the road? I went to the arcade. They dropped you off. There was Were you in a little arcade, suit? Arcade of, arcade a little block away. Yep. Yep. How old? 17. Seven or eight. Yeah, I, was, uh, I think I was uh, 12 and my grandpa died. And I wasn't allowed to go to the funeral because I thought I would be freaked out by it. I would have been but Yeah, I just remember riding in the car and going, um, do I have to go to this thing? No kidding. My mom was like, um, yeah. I'm like, I can't do it. Can't do it. No can't kidding. It. Started freaking out. Well, that's awful. Yeah. So, anyway. Very uplifting topic. But oh, yeah. Ralphie's, <laughs> Ralphie's uh, death was... I was too young for Grandma. I said, yes. Sit this one out. Yeah, so that's what they thought for me with Grandpa. Eh, that was fine. But then I... When Pap Led died, they asked me to... Speak? Yeah. Yeah, I've had to talk at a couple funerals. That's no fun. Actually, I had fun at Chuck's, but that's it. They were supposed to, like, Ralphie didn't get a funeral. His wife just threw him in the ground. Like, they had, like, a... They had a weird thing at uh, the Improv in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of comedians went up and did time. And it was more... And evidently... More a feeling to help promote. Yeah, it started to become a showcase. And uh, it was very odd. It was... Uh, there were agents in the crowd. And people were playing for that. It was it was supposedly very strange. The Smash Brothers told me about that. I forget who else went up and did some stuff. They're like, it got to where it was just stand up. They weren't even doing anything about Ralphie. It was like, I was gonna go to that, but I didn't go to that. I'm supposed to go to his. Like I, I, I uh, she didn't put a like they didn't put a headstone up for him. So the Smash right. Brothers, I kicked in and threw them some money, and then they went and designed all that, and then they gave me the money back. And I was supposed to go out and visit them on his birthday. Uh, we were going to go to Ralphie's. I think it's in Arkansas. I don't remember. But uh, we were going to go, you know, drink beer and sit on a grave. And then I'm like, well, that's not, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> like, one of these days I'll get over there. I'm not big on visiting graves. Yeah. I've done it once to a friend of mine, Kevin. I went out to his. But I'm not big on visiting graves. Uh, I can think about you and get the same vibe off of it. I don't need to sit on your dead body. I find that, I think that's weird. I know it's that's me. You can do it if you want. I understand everybody does it different, but... That one's got me. 
Like I don't go stand and talk to them. I did it one time, but I was really young, and it was I was just going with my grandfather. We drove to down to Cincinnati because that's where the family. Just go stand there in his side of the family there. Yeah, and just go stand there. It's weird when you realize, oh, there's a corpse under me. Yep, a bunch of them. But anyway, uh, so and I'm also getting a lot of people volunteering to host the. Squares. 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 Yeah, a lot of people. Jimmy Wishman. Actually, the best one so far, now that Jeremy's not going to do it, we've got uh, a guy named Jordan, a couple listeners have volunteered, and I'm like, I can't trust Jay Gutentag. Might be interesting to have her pop in and do a squares, although the rhythm will be off because I'm going to hear her talk, and I'm going to go right into that. Uh, We've done this before. We've resurrected people's morning shows here on our show. Mo, who was fired uh, months ago for trying to be a morning show at KDKB and then put on in the middays, Said, I'll do it. It's the only way I'll ever get a morning show again. Maybe we let Mo do it. Yeah. Are we ready for a girl host? That's what Jeopardy did. Should we girl host it? Not Boy, sure. I'm not, not sure, sure either. I mean, she's a lesbian now. So maybe it's different because we all have the same objectives, which is to grab some poo. Going after the same thing? <laughs> we all after the poo. If the whole room still has that main objective, I guess it's all right. Yeah, Moe's probably the front runner if she wants to do that. Jimmy Wisman, comedian, very funny. He uh, he volunteered it. Is he on the road a lot or no? That's the other thing. I don't know if I I don't know when Jimmy can make it on every Friday or not. Got to have consistency. Moe's here all the time in the building. Moe's not bad. She might have to audition because the last thing we want is Toledo doing it, and. Uh, he's got some computer work he's got to do during that Squares thing that helps me out. That'll screw up his time. And you have no no faith in Brett? None. Can't read. <laughs> Dumb as a doornail when it Can't comes to reading. Can't four read. letters in the yeah. alphabet. Yeah, exactly. You ever hear him read? It's a, it's a mess. And then you just hear, all right, all right. I've seen the words. I'm like, oh, God, he's going, he's going nuts. Yeah, Brett's more fun to have as a laugh track and goof around, give me notes every once in a while, a couple jokes written in, throw them out. But maybe Mo is the one. And we bring her over, and then we get some, you know, she gets her own free pop for being back in the mornings. Your favorite morning show is back in the morning on a different station. Because they tried to play that off when they hired Woody to take her place. And they said, your favorite morning show is now on at 10. And I'm like, well, then it's not a morning show. And uh, probably pissing off a lot of people that liked it where it was. And we're doing a bad job here. Here's Woody. But now Woody's out. <laughs> God knows what they're going to do. So whoever's running that thing is tanking it. It's almost like a basketball team that wants the first-round pick. Everything they do is wrong. It's almost like on purpose at this point. But we're not allowed to talk about that station tanking quite yet. Maybe they should tank get a first-round pick. Anyway, so Moe's a good one. What do yeah. we think? Yeah. Toledo? Yeah, I'm in. Moe's not bad. Nope. No, she's not hired yet. She'd have to go through Give it. Give her once. a swing. She might be too giddy. One way to find out. Mm. Beerus the Destroyer says he'll do it. <laughs> Maybe Scott Haynes, the funniest listener in all of uh, the Valley. Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to trust an outsider. Then they're going to start wanting money. And then it gets weird. And we're just Cotton traffic. Yeah, one of those deals. Yeah, Mo, Mo might be the one. Interesting. Anyway, we'll try it. But the Guadalupe Scrolls will be back. I did get Brett to uh, thumb out some words and uh, fire over a text to me, so we do have his football picks. Yep, and FanDuel picks go. Uh, I'm shooting for the stars today. 
Now, if mine, no, 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 one more time. If mine hits, we'll start the whole charity contest over, and we'll just split my hit four charity ways because there's no way we're covering it as a as a match because mine's a knockout. But it's going to be really hard to hit. Uh, We'll find out. But uh, the FanDuel picks are coming up in just seconds. It's 98 KUPD. Time now for the FanDuel pick of the week. Get your FanDuel on. Uh, right now, the best thing in the world, because I'm going to that fight Saturday night with uh, Fury and Wilder. FanDuel, all new people can get involved in this thing. Uh, you get 150 bucks. What is it, a $5 bet or a $1 bet? I don't remember. Uh, 30 to 1 odds. 30 to 1 odds. $5 bet. $5 bet. You get 150 bucks. You pick one of the two to win. Do both. It's $10. You're going to get $150. You'll lose five on one, but you get 150 on the other. That's... Part of the bet, so just pick one, pick both and fighters. One of those bets will be free, but I think you have to do one. Yeah, one's free, and the other one caught. Well, you won't get the one fifty thirty to one on the other one, right? right. But if you hit yours, damn it, it's still it's too good to pass up. That's a guy. I can't wait for that fight. Oh, I cannot wait for Saturday night. Love me some boxing. Tyson Fury and Wilder had a big press conference yesterday. Went bananas. Wouldn't do a stare down because they were worried about security, and that wasn't even hype because they didn't have any on the stage. Which is stupid. Who are you going with? You know what? This one goes either way. Wilder could knock him flat on his ass early, but Tyson Fury's a better boxer. Deontay Wilder's a better, uh, like, hard-hitting puncher. One time he connects, you're going out. Didn't he floor him one time? In the the, the the 12th round. And knocked that gypsy out. And when his head hit the ground, he woke back up, got up, and then got Wilder in trouble. That was the first fight. The second fight... Wilder blames the costume he wore going into the ring being too heavy and made his legs. Oh, it was 40-something pounds. Plus, you should be in better shape than that <laughs> to be able to, you know, if, if you carried 40-pound weights into to your ring, it's dumb. First of all, it's your own fault. You can't blame the costume. You chose it. And then he went and he got worked by a better fighter. Tyson's a better boxer. I saw a great interview with Ariel Hawani with uh, Tyson Fury. He's a MMA boxing Oh, yeah. Guy. Okay, I got um, And... Talking about how Tyson Fury talks about how he goes in and out of these moments of psychosis. He's nuts. Like he's 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 really concerned about his mental health, yeah. and he says, "I'm I'm in a good space right now, yeah. so it'll be a good fight." He's nuts. Other times when I've fought, I know when I'm psychotic, yep. and I'm not, and it's going to be a wild weekend. Well, that's the fun of it. Who do I have in this one? Last fight, I had Tyson Fury winning in four with a knockout that would have paid me forty grand because I made the bet, and he knocked him down. Got up. He was wobbled. Fury goes in for the kill. Bell rings. Ah! <laughs> the great, I mean, the atmosphere at a heavyweight championship is crazy. I can't imagine what it was like when Ali and those guys got it. I don't remember. You got your fur coat lined up? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, my cane. I got the cane now, but this is going to be cool. Did he get him in the fifth round? I don't remember the last uh, fight. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was uh, eight. I think it was seven or eight. I don't remember. Eight or nine, maybe. But uh, it was just, I mean, it was just chaotic. Just amazing energy. I uh, can't wait. So that's a good one. So you can get in so on you, that. So you haven't decided yet, are you? If I'm wearing the cape? No, no, no. Who you're Oh, no. With. I would probably bet... I, it could, this is a tough one. It's a game day decision? No, I would bet on Fury because I you always go with a better boxer. A better boxer can... A mental... Yeah. Mentally a good spot. They all say that. No, yeah. no fighter ever goes in and goes, I'm mentally not I'm ready. I'm a wreck yeah, right it's, now. So you can't really go by what they say because they're hyping themselves. I go by the fact that in past fights, he's the better boxer. And a better boxer can avoid the big shot. Tyson, however, has been hit by Deontay's big shot because it's a great big shot. So, Will, which which wins out? 
I would place if my money. If it goes the distance, uh, if it goes, the, dif- if it goes the distance, the boxer wins. wins. Yeah, if it goes the difference, yeah. the, the boxer usually wins. Uh, the longer it goes, the better chance Wilder has to land that big shot. But the longer it goes, the less that shot has power. It all depends on the first few rounds. If Deontay comes out and tries to kill him early, he'll gas out and get knocked out again. I would put it on Fury. Three or four reasons why a boxer will beat a puncher will go into the gambling side. But you can't dismiss it because Wilder can turn his lights out with one swing. And I don't know that Fury can do that. Oh, I can't wait for this thing. It's going to be great. You can put those bets on FanDuel right now. We focus on the football, but that one's got me all juiced up. John, do you get the handicap spot for your fight? I actually asked for it. Because it's, it's, I don't know where my seats are, but I know they're good. But I know they're not as good as the handicaps. I was looking at that yesterday at the Suns game. They have some cush seats over there. <laughs> nice. Is it at T-Mobile Arena again? Yeah. So, trying to remember where we sat for the Canelo fight. We weren't at T-Mobile for Canelo. We weren't? No, we were at uh, MGM. At the, no, the Garden. Was in- T-Mobile wasn't built yet. You're drunk. It's all right. Uh, let's get into it right here. Brett's not here, but we got his football picks and his FanDuel pick this week, if you're interested in that. $10 pick from each of us at the end of the year. Whoever's got the most money in their FanDuel account, based on what we got from the beginning, will be matched by every other member of the show and given to the favorite That's charity. That's what's in the account today. Currently, the leader is Brady. has $100 in his FanDuel account with $10 bets going each week. Toledo has $44. Brett and I both have 35 So right now, Brady gets 100 bucks from everybody. If the season ended today, but it doesn't. The reason the season gets played out. Uh, and then all of our picks will be on Facebook if you want to get on there and say, I think John has the best picks or I think Toledo has the best picks or whatever. Toledo will go through it, give you tickets to a show if he chooses your Maybe. name and you chose the right one. Maybe. Get our, Depends on who picks get what. Get our ticket person cracking down. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We'll crack back. I think I might have. To. All right. Uh, let's start right there. Your favorite team, Brady, the Bungles. Uh, you get to pick them. Where are they at and what are they doing? They're playing Green Bay, um, and I'm going with Green Bay. Pretty good in Cincy, thirty-one to twenty-four. It'll be a tight game. All right, Toledo. Your Seahawks play tonight against the Rams in Seattle. Rams coming off a big loss. Yeah, I'm still not uh, fully bought in on my team yet, but on prime time, Russ has got a ridiculous record. I think he's lost once in prime time. So I'm going to take my Seahawks thirty to twenty-seven over the Rams. Wrong. Two in a row for the Rams. Uh, I have my Steelers in Denver, uh, in Pittsburgh, taking on the Broncos, and uh, this is just when they're putting the last little bits of dirt on Ben's grave. Is when he's going to pop up and show. You don't think he finishes? Oh, I he's going to show up today. It. It's going to be a pride game, and I think the Steelers are going to surprise people. It's also my upset pick of the week. Steelers beat Denver. Point and a half. Thirty-two. Upset. Uh, it's a pretty considering the team I've been watching. Yeah. Okay. Denver should mop them up. They got a good defense, but I have a feeling the Steelers are going to play a game. They're going to show up. There's too much pride in the organization to lose Drew four Locke's in a row. Playing. Drew Locke isn't going to beat them. Four in a row. Come on. That would be awfully hard for the Steelers yeah. to. The fan base would yeah. not stomach it. Uh, and then you got your uh, your lock of the week, Brady. I'm going to you. What's Wait, Brett? Don't you want Brett? Or Brett? Yeah, what Brett. did he get? Bears. Brett's taking the, the Raiders over his Bears. He's taking the Raiders to beat the Bears. Yep. Pretty wise boy. Pretty wise. Uh, all right, lock of the week, Brady. Go. So my lock is uh, Tennessee over Jacksonville, seventy-seven to zero. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's you interesting, Brady. Urban has that much because I have There's that same. No I have that same lock of the week. Although my score is sixty-nine to zero because <laughs> I had Urban Meyer much better. Definitely distracted by yet another sexual endeavor. I'm uh, taking the Cowboys over the Giants. And uh, Brett is taking the Ravens over the Colts on Monday night. All right. You're upset of the week, Brady. Then Brownies over the Chargers. I think the Chargers are coming off a big win. Chargers good. They're good. That's a good one, though. That's a good upset. Toledo? 
Zach Wilson, two in a row, John. The Jets over Atlanta in Whoa. London. That's an upset. That's a terrible thing. ho We should apologize to England right now. <laughs> that That's worse than the Revolutionary War to send that over. they any of the oh. good teams. Oh, good Lord. Uh, who, uh, who did Brett have? Uh, he's got Jacksonville over Tennessee, so the opposite of Brady. Yeah, I've got the upset of the Steelers over Denver. Uh, and then the Arizona Cardinals coming off that massive win against the Rams. Toledo, what do you got? I'm going with the 49ers. Oh. Well, the bounce back game. 27-23. I think Arizona's going to be living a little bit too high on the hog oh. on their big win. Kicking the fans right square yep. in the nuts as the last undefeated team falls at home to yep. the division rival. Yep. Brady. I'm going with the cards. Oh, yeah. 27-20 over the, the Niners. I'm going Cardinals, too. 34-30. They showed me something last week. Hopefully they don't have a letdown game, but this would be one if they had it. What did Brett have? That's same as me. It's taking the four Niners, the Niners. Over, over the Cardinals. How about that? All right. Your FanDuel bet of the week. Brady, what is it and what does it pay? I've got a same game parlay. Oh, man, you're doing it again. <laughs> four score parlay. Basically, oh, I need a TD out of Metcalf, a TD out of Lockett, a TD out of Cooper Cup. I saw that one. And a TD out of Henderson. All so, four guys have to have touchdowns. How much does that pay for a $10 bet? $183.86. Oh, Less than I thought. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Toledo? So I'm a, I'm on the same game tonight. They've got a, a parlay of, it's not really a parlay, but it's Daryl Henderson, Chris Carson, Cooper Cup, and DK Metcalf to combine for four plus TD. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Plus 320. These are stretches. So not one each combined. Those four have to have, have, have four. four plus. Yeah, so one guy can have three and another right. guy can have one. And the I other think, two are I think that pays. All right. So plus 320 on that one. Well, good luck to you. I've chosen that the Broncos will lead at the half and the Steelers... We'll win the game. It's plus 800. It's a $90 win. $800 and $90 right. in my pocket, which is good. I'm scaling back. I had a bet that paid $23,000. It was absurd. What was that bet? Oh, there were like nine <laughs> things that had oh, to happen. Geez. I was stacking safeties on top of fullbacks getting two touchdowns. Trying to, see, it was to be absurd. that kid that won when yeah. Justin Herbert. Exactly. I had Derek Watt with uh, two touchdowns. I'm like, it was. He hasn't touched the ball all year. I'm like, this is <laughs> nuts. Uh, can't happen. Uh, but I have the Broncos leading at the half. And the Steelers winning the game, that'll pay me 90 bucks. What's Brett's bet? Brett's bet is the first drive of the Bears-Raiders game will end in a field goal. And it's oh. plus 410. So okay. we're all going for a little less yeah, We're, we're starting bets. to pull back a little bit because the charities are <laughs> we're, suffering. We're, we're running out of, yeah, we're, out we're, of free money. We're firing so hard for five-run <laughs> home runs that uh, there's no possible way the charity's ever going to get anything out of it. So there you go. Uh, you get on that fan duel, you get yourself that Fury Wilder bet. 30-1 uh, to 1 odds to so just pick one to win. Oh, my God, that's crazy. No, it doesn't matter. Knockout, TKO, guy quits, uh, goes the distance, decision. One of them wins. The only thing that will get you on that to where nobody wins is a draw. But that's not going to happen. Boy, if that's a draw, I'd be very upset. Uh, It's 939. There you go. That's your football picks. We'll put them up on Facebook and get yourself a fan duel and start having fun with sports. It's 955. Uh, There's some corn for you. Uh, You're going to enjoy that, but don't eat too much. Uh, It's time now for Brady to entertain us all. Oh, I don't have your music ready, Brady. There it is. Uh, Brady's Entertainment Drills brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training, and of course, a place where you can get uh, all sorts of seminars involved as well. I told you guys that uh, with my recent hip injury, uh, it's tougher for me to do the balancing, things like that, so they've already worked out a program for me. I talked to Jay the other day, so what are you going to do? What what do you be capable of? I'm like, we'll see, but I know the kicking's out for a little while, and the standing is not real uh, stable, so we might, and he goes, all right, we'll do, uh, I've got a whole thing about carjacking. And, uh, and the other thing was sitting across a table from somebody that's got, like, a gun on you. And they do disarming things like that. There's tons of ways, like, it's like you're a bank teller or something. You can do that stuff and 
it's unreal. So we're going to work on all that stuff without injuring me because they're smart enough to know. All right, guy's got a little leg issue. Let's let's work on some other stuff. What do you got, Larry? Do they do um, like airport scenarios? Oh yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, they got all sorts of that stuff. They have like, the full airplane still. They right? got the airplane. Oh really? They built an airplane and like a real airplane. Wow. The seats and stuff are from the plane. They do airplane scenarios. You fight on the plane. You do like all sorts stuff of stuff in the airport as well. Have like, you ever seen the video of me getting held hostage yeah, from behind yeah. and that? And then that it teaches you how plane? to. I was in the plane. Nice. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, they got all sorts of stuff up there. It's exciting. Gets you in great shape, and it also uh, teaches you all sorts of things. And every scenario you can imagine, they've uh, got a, an answer for it. It's a, it's incredible. And right now, I don't have the Nike defense where you just turn and run. I ain't got that. I was thinking about it yesterday, walking yeah, in the crowd. Turn and hobble. I was worried about getting bumped into at the Suns game yesterday, and I'm like, this is no good. I am I am a sitting duck right now. Uh, but I did have it in the back of my head. I'm like, well, I got a few things I know I could do right now in this position. If things got wonky, you don't want to think about it. More than likely, it's not going to happen. But if it did, what would you do? And you got to think, oh, I could fight my way out of this. Really? You'd be surprised because when you go in there, you see people who think they can fight, and then they put them in scenarios, and the next thing you know, you're getting knocked around by somebody who can really fight. And you're like, uh oh, this is the thing. They just teach you the basics, little stuff. It's easy. Uh, and you get out there and get in great shape. Put some tools in your toolbox you didn't know you had. Turn you into a sheepdog and take you right out of that sheep category. It's simple stuff. They can put it right in your head immediately. Get on it. ReactDefense.com. Go there once, and I bet you you guys keep going back. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. You can check out their store, too, which has some really cool stuff right now. TacticalBlackVault.com. Brady, entertain. Here's some fun facts about your favorite horror movie. Horror movie or horror movie? Horror. Okay. The Exorcist was the first horror movie to be nominated for the Best Picture <laughs> Uh, an bad. Oscar, 1974. <laughs> yeah. I still am blown away at the stories about how The Exorcist made people pass out, throw up. Yeah, crying, cry. screaming, running out of the theater. Screaming and running out. Like yeah. that's so they had to stop one in like New York somewhere because too many people were flipping it's out It's a real in the possession on the screen. Because if you think about 1972 or whenever that came out. 74. 70, 74 or whatever. N- nothing like that had ever been on a screen. And then you go back 40 short years to when, you know, theaters started to pop up. Was, uh, I mean, I guess the only other freakier one was Rosemary's Baby, and that eh, was right. It wasn't as, people were losing it at yeah. that one, but not like The Exorcist. 40, 50 years prior to that, which, by the way, this is 50 years ago now, so the same time has elapsed from Exorcist to today that had elapsed from The Exorcist to the first movies on screen that people were so stupid when the when the images were projected up onto a side of a building, they thought giants were coming out of the building. So they had to stop the thing and tell everybody, hey, 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 it's this new invention we've got. It's oh, the, a, moving we're, we have the, mo- the moving yeah. picture. The moving picture. What are they going to come out of those buildings? They're gray. Everybody's gray. It was a color they didn't know. you got to think they'd never seen what black and white before. Too. So it was a new world. That, like they just opened a portal in the in the teens and 20s when they did this to people. Say, hey, watch this. Go look at that wall over there. I was like, sure, why wouldn't we? Well, go back and watch like the first Toy Story or Monsters, Inc. That was revolutionary. Like oh, We're yeah. like, this looks real. Yeah. You watch it now, yeah. you're like, wow, yeah. that's, still, that's bad. You're fooled. <laughs> King Kong was too scary for people, the original one with Faye Ray. It, and then you look at it now, and it's like, But wow, the Exorcist, based on the true story, helped it. Just like wow. um, Blair Witch, when that first came out, the oh, rumors yeah. of that. Based Is that what they say? Exorcist was based on a true story? Yeah. Didn't they? I thought Amityville Horror was. I don't know what Exorcist was. Another one. Yeah. Amityville. That's garbage. It's not. Stanley Kubrick allegedly typed out all 500 of the all work, no play, makes Jack a doll boy pages for The uh, Shining. 
That seems sane. Can you think the uh, <laughs> copy-paste thing would have come in handy back then? Boy, that is to piss him off. He has to still think of that day of typing. Because if you, you remember, this one. it's all in different uh, uh, shapes, too. Like the hourglass, all jack note. It's oh, one yeah, page he is did, covered. Yeah. He did all sorts of different like slants and... I think you told me this one. Psycho is the first American film to show a toilet on screen. Yep. And the first time you can hear a toilet flushing. Steven Spielberg was convinced that his DVD copy of Paranormal Activity was haunted because his bedroom door locked by itself. Ooh. Um, The iconic Buffalo... I swear, honey, it's not my fault. It locks on its own. (laughs) It does its own thing. I don't know why it keeps doing it. I'm not doing anything bad in there. Ooh. The Buffalo Bill Dance and Silence of the Lambs was not originally in the script, but uh, Ted Levine, who played Buffalo Bill, yeah. insisted on including it to help explain the character. The Tucket Dance? The Tucket yeah. Dance. I didn't want that thing anymore. He was in the girl suit. I didn't know. God, rem- I, I don't know. Did you see that in the theaters? The very f- when it came, You were too young. Yeah, no. I will never forget the audience reaction to I mean, you talk about reactions in an audience. When he... Does, it just it, got freaked. His face is right there, real close to the screen, because he don't know what he's oh, doing, yeah. and he's bent yeah. down. And then he Backs does the up, walk the back, shimmy back, yeah. And, and I remember a guy in the what the f- <laughs> this, and then everybody's oh. And my buddy Joe Roger was next to me. And he goes, I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> like all of a sudden he didn't like the movie anymore. I don't, uh, I don't we know. should leave. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I've done that before, way before Silence of the Lambs. Talk to see what it would look like if I was a chick. Oh yeah, yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> Shark. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't talked? <laughs> through that. Who hasn't talked? That was a little more cavalier from you than I ever expected it to be. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I've talked dicks. See what I look like if I was a, if I had a poos? <laughs> How'd it look? Nice. Would you, as James Gunn would say, F you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you? Yeah. I found myself unattractive in that area with a vagina. <laughs> I was completely turned off by the entire prospect. You're like, oh, if you're unattractive with one, you're still unattractive <laughs> yeah. without one. Yeah, what the hell? if I want to make the transition, I'm going to be uglier. I didn't think that was a thing, but it is. The shark in <laughs> Jaws doesn't appear uh, until an hour and 21 minutes into the movie. Because it was broken. Yeah, yeah but, it, but it made the movie better. Mm-hmm. That's what made that movie so menacing is you never see it till the end. Which makes it so, is Steven Spielberg a genius or, or just got goofy lucky with that one? Because he didn't intend on that. That wasn't his intention to make it more suspenseful. His shark broke. They needed that one big scene that the one yeah. that comes up on the boat and Quint goes into the jaws yeah. part of it. And you watch that now. Hopefully that like has to work. Big foam rubber thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, it looks like a Muppet. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> a Muppet ate Robert Quinn. The last one, The Blob, is based on supposedly a real incident that happened in 1950 in Philadelphia. Uh, police officers came across a purple jelly-like mass that they saw fall from the sky, but then it vanished. Even the FBI were involved, and a press conference was held. No kidding. I thought it was based off that Boston maple syrup syrup flood. What I like to call the sapping. (laughs) Yeah, it was not. That did not fall from the sky. That was just idiot Bostonians that can't outrun (laughs) the Just slowly leaked out. (laughs) Oh, my God, run! Why? We could walk. True. And then it catches him, drowns oh, him. We shouldn't have talked oh, too long. Tommy, to get out of the way. Tommy, run. Syrup. What? Syrup. What? This sucks. Wicked hard. Yeah. <laughs> Syrup. Yeah, many died, thousands injured in the great syrup flood of 1910 or something in Boston. They've got plaques up. Only a city as dumb as Boston. Only Bostonians <laughs> drown in 
fast-moving syrup. Piping hot. All right. That oh, had nothing to do with he's, it. He's qualified. He's like, well, it wasn't hot. Piping hot syrup will actually walk towards that. Yeah. That's mm, smell. That's tra- it had to be, that smell. It had to be the best-smelling tragedy in the history of tragedies. Oh, that's just maple. Just, With a hint God. of cooked body in there. Oh, and if, yeah, eventually you get some meat in it. Mm. I have a little bacon smell. Some sausage, a little bacon in there. And the big syrup container blew up. It got too hot and then flooded the city. It's the dumbest story in American history. Outside of that riverboat accident when they put 1,400 people on a boat that holds 127 to commute them in before the storms came. And imagine what happened next. It's, it, <laughs> it's the largest maritime disaster in American history on the Mississippi River. <laughs> We're all priors in trouble. He got arrested for allegedly slapping his girlfriend and then... (laughs) Slut slap? What was that? What's a slut Kind of, they got into an argument. He learned that from his coach, Urban Meyer. (laughs) And as she's driving away, he's throwing pumpkins at her car. How'd he do that? He damaged the windshield, I guess. uh, Isn't that one of Spider-Man's bad guys that chucks pumpkins at people? Exploding pumpkins. There's a couple at the uh, place. Took them off the doorstep. Pumpkins and a woman? Yeah. That's slower than someone running from... You be, Hold on, you stand right there, I'll be right back. I go up this porch here, grab a pumpkin and hit you with it. And I'm isn't not it a little staying. early for pumpkins to be out? It'll be rotten before yeah. Halloween. And not, not in the Midwest they stay as much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Cool. The other thing was uh, he also texted her 50 times and called 30. No answer, so... And the pumpkin incident. He probably was upset. <laughs> Chucking pumpkins at somebody. I'd accept your 50 texts and a little bit of a nuisance on the old uh, just respond. socials. Yes, just say stop it. It'd be nice enough to stop it. You ghost 80 texts in a day, it's your fault. At least I you think. know the number, though. Just don't go over that 80 or get pumpkins <laughs> thrown at you. <laughs> oh, nuts. I better respond or you will, you will not like what the gourds will fly. Terrell, he's still got a good arm. That's good news. Yeah. Throwing pumpkins ain't easy, especially at a person. I think I would stand in a parking lot while you tried to throw pumpkins at me and feel pretty secure. She was in the car, protected by the <laughs> the gourds. <laughs> but you have to go. Wait, but were they the little ones or full size? Because you could question. get those softball size ones. You could whip those. But still, fast. you have to go to that door, and then you're out of pumpkins. And then you got to go to if you're throwing multiple pumpkins, you had to go next door too. So he had. To, he's still fast. Terrell Pryor is yeah. very fast. So spiked one on the windshield. Uh, this is a good story too, Brady. I just got this one. Uh, they found another body. In the forest, they found Gabby Petito. Uh, they're just now uh, releasing that a guy named Robert Lowry was found dead uh, in an area close to where they found Gabby Petito. Uh, they're saying it was suicide. But why not just tack it on to this laundry guy? Yeah. Load it up. Uh, I see it. And here's, the, here's, here's how sad it is to be a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. <laughs> what a transition. Yeah, yeah. What a transition. Here's how he was described as a missing man. Uh, Lowry was on the Black Canyon Trail wearing a black baseball cap with a gold P on it and carrying a duffel bag that, that said the word Nike. Not enough to just say he was in a pirate's hat. People might not know. <laughs> it's a black hat with a P on it, a gold P. Come on. There is There is another option. Well, Don't say some college. Purdue. Nobody, nobody cares about college. Hey, that looks, looks like the Purdue pirate's hat. hat. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of the guy. They put in a, he's in a black hat with a P on it. And then it something called suicide, a Nike. He died, 28 gunshot wounds. <laughs> yeah. Tagging on to laundry. You know, person of interest was in the area. A couple, it's only they found uh, Gabby like a few days after they found this guy. Or was it the other way? I don't remember. Uh, 
Yeah, was she was up first. They found her on September 19th, and then he was on the 28th. So Laundry did it. Let's load up all these unsolved crimes on this guy. Get him, dog. Suicide. Well, he's a Pirates fan. I can see why. Uh, we're out of here. Uh, let's get done with this. Uh, Larry's coming up next. You. Oh, and also a special thanks to Ranch House. Uh, the Ranch House Grill. Grill. Yeah, they brought us breakfast yesterday, and uh, we have uh, been and corned beef hash with the really southwestern uh, or the southwest green chili. Oh, baby. Yeah, it was good stuff. So thanks to them for bringing us breakfast yesterday. We didn't mention it. We put it on our Facebook, and we were just our mouths were too full to say it enough. But it was amazing. Great breakfast, and I'm sure their lunches are even better. Hopefully, we'll find that out, too. Uh, thank you, Ranch House. Uh, we're all done. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.